welcome once again to the rise of the Cordyceps Infected, a Last of Us podcast based off of the HBO television series Last of Us, which is based off the video game series The Last of Us. We are here to discuss each episode of the Last of Us TV series on HBO Max. I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A., and with me in the state of New York. Hi, this is Mike. Mike, how's it going, my friend? I'm fine, Phil. How are you today? Well, I could be a little better because, unfortunately, we're having a huge snowstorm. We could lose power, and I'm going to have my two little kids uh, screaming and running around the house all day tomorrow. So well, I assume you, you have a, a day off, but you don't have little kids running around. Our cats are about the same. Yeah, but you, but you say you got the day off, though, right? Already canceled? Not yet. Oh, they canceled ours. They, they canceled it. No, they moved our voting day, everything. Because it's supposed to be like a We're in a, a weird position. The la- we had snow the last two Saturdays. And at my house, we got nothing. It was like rain um, or like, like that snow that when it hits, it melts immediately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But my mother, who lives maybe 20 minutes from me, um, so n- not far, but I'm right in the heart of the town. It's a small town, but I'm right in the heart on Main Street. My mom is more in wood. She got like six inches both days. So, right, right, right. like, it just looked like such a, a discrepancy. And looking at the forecast for for tomorrow, where we are right now, we're dealing with this thing where it's like you're getting an inch, you're getting six inches, you're getting twelve. No, you're getting a half an inch. We're getting three. It's like it's all over the place depending on which way the wind shifts. Yeah, we got the twelve inches, and it's supposed to be the heavy stuff. So it's not going to be cold, oh. but it's going to be. Oh, that's going to suck. Oh, it's going to take. That's going to suck. Power power oh, it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, ter- it's terrible. Anyway, anyway, um, I'm, I'm three hours and 59 minutes away from you driving, so that may be the discrepancy between where yeah, well, I'm at. You're, 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 you're basically in Canada. Pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> Pretty close. Indeed. Indeed. Anyway, uh, and in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how are you, sir? Doing well. Excellent. And in the province of Alberta, Canada? Hey, everyone. It's Sean. Hope you're all doing well. Indeed, indeed. Uh, for folks who are curious, today is January. No, it is not January. It's March. March 13th. <laughs> I have no idea where January came from. Uh, We're getting but, January weather, but. Yes, yes, that's true. Uh, so March 13th, 2023, uh, we're recording this. For some of our listeners who are always curious when we record our podcast, uh, that is the date stamp. Uh, we're going to talk about the Last of Us episode that was released on the 12th. And that was the finale, uh, and uh, that was called Look for the Light. Uh, but before we get into all that, uh, we do have a website, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. It's a website where this podcast is found, as well as other podcasts that all your co-hosts here that you hear um, are participating. So uh, you go to www.darkdiscussions.com, and you can find all the podcasts there. You can find this feed at two places besides the website. You can also find it wherever podcasts are found. And that would be under the rise of the Cordyceps Infected. And then also you can find it under Dark Discussions Podcast, because that is the main feed for the original podcast that set it all off uh, 12 years ago. And um, we release all the episodes that any of the co-hosts on this episode are are on. We put those podcasts on the main feed as well. Uh, Sean, what else can people find on www.darkdiscussions.com? They can also click on the Patreon link, which will take them to Patreon, where they can then, if they are financially able, to 
support the podcast. Uh, any amount that you're able to support to provide is much appreciated. Uh, the podcast itself is released free to everyone, but there are a whole bunch of costs behind the scenes. So again, anything that you're able to donate helps to keep everything keep going. And for every $5 that you're able to do, donate each month, you get to pick a movie, which will go into then a draw every quarter. And one of those movies will be picked that gets to be done then as a review, either for dark discussions on the main feed or one of the sister podcasts, depending where it falls genre wise. Uh, and again, whether you donate a dollar or whatever you can donate is appreciated because it helps to keep everything going for us and we appreciate the support. So thank you. Indeed, indeed. And also, folks can email us at darkdiscussions at AOL.com or press the Contact Us link on any of the menus on www.darkdiscussions.com. Uh, since this is uh, the season finale episode of the podcast, as well as the the season one, I guess, of the series, uh, any emails that you do send us would obviously just be uh, read on the Dark Discussions podcast itself. Uh, because, again, uh, we do not have uh, any more episodes to read uh, unless we wait, like, I guess, a year or two, whenever the next season is. So uh, if you do email us, uh, because we hadn't gotten any emails before this episode was recorded, uh, your emails will be read on the Dark Discussions podcast. Um, all right, so that's pretty much uh, some of the house cleaning uh, and whatnot. Uh, here we... Uh, spoil everything because uh we're assuming everybody that's listening to this podcast as a fan of the show or a hater of the show and they watch it for one of the two reasons loving it or hating it and podcasting uh, about it yes right and we're here to podcast about it to uh give other perspectives maybe or maybe your own perspective maybe things that you want to be verified or things that you didn't think of and it was like oh that's a good point uh so that's what we're going to do here tonight uh we're going to talk about uh look for the light episode nine of the season which is the season finale as well as a general talk of the whole season as a whole uh because this is basically our wrap-up episode i mean as well as our discussion of episode nine uh because we decided that we were just going to do the one big episode uh rather than have a follow-up episode next week where we would discuss stuff like what do you think will happen next year or what did you think of you know your favorite characters or whatever we could do all that tonight um look for the light the season finale was directed by ali abasi which is the same director as episode eight uh, Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann, the two showrunners were the writers it aired on march 12th 2023 um so that's pretty much it uh i guess we can go and discuss our feelings for this episode uh so let's start with you barrett i really like this episode a lot but and i i know i sound like a broken record i want more zombies uh we did get a zombie in this episode but it was not really that exciting of a zombie scene um it was a flashback so i i still wanted more zombies but that is not what I got. Um, I've accepted the show is not mostly about zombies. It's mostly about the people. And I did like what I saw with um, the people in this episode. I like Joel and I like Ellie and watching them work together was a really good ride. And uh, this episode was probably Joel's best episode, getting to see him in serious action. So I really liked it. 
All right, sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of where Barrett is. Uh, it was a pretty solid episode. Uh, unfortunately, there's no zombies, really, except for a flashback scene. Um, and we'll talk about uh, some of that later. Um, yeah, Joel uh, was really uh, crazy in this episode. It kind of reminded me of Bruce Willis in Looper, in the scene where he goes nuts. Um, uh, unfortunately, in this episode, there was a weird violin musical score going on which didn't fit with with what you would think uh like looper which which had a much better score uh but the point of if you shut off the volume and just watched it was crazy violence uh i don't know what that means for myself and barrett uh or anybody for that matter who liked this episode because it's you know uh Humans, unfortunately, have a violent streak in them, and enjoying violence kind of makes me feel guilty when I watch it, even though it, it was kind of awesome to see vengeance and stuff. But it still made me kind of awkwardly sick as well, so I, I don't know how to explain it. But again, um, as, as, a, as a, a sequence, it was pretty awesome, um, probably for the wrong reasons. Um, but... Um, yeah, video game wise, it was a great scene. Um, all in all, um, there were some flaws and stuff. We'll talk about it. Some great stuff about it too. We'll talk about it. And um, yeah, it was a good episode. Uh, let's go with you, uh, Mike. Yeah, I I like this episode quite a bit. Um, I I will uh, be the other half of uh, Barrett's broken record. Um, yeah. Zombies would have been good, and uh, and other things. There are, I feel, well, what they have produced worked kind of on its own, scene to scene, episode to episode. As a whole, I think it doesn't work and has a lot of, or work as well as it could have, and that there are a lot of missed opportunities. And if you've listened to any one of our previous eight episodes, you probably have an idea of what those missed opportunities are. Now, that said, I think these last two episodes did a better job of capitalizing those opportunities because they're episodes that focused on the relationship between Joel and Ellie. Even though they were apart last episode, there was still, and for a good part of this episode, the center was their relationship. And there was actual dramatic tension throughout uh last episode and for a good chunk of this episode. Um, so I, I think that's a step in the right direction. I, I think this uh, series went to down some unnecessary tangents, shall we say, uh, to get here. And I would have wished we'd spent more time with Joel and Ellie, but as an, as the, the, uh, the finale of the season, I think they stuck to landing and I think they gave, um, they gave fans something to chew on and to argue and debate uh, within this episode. All right. And uh, with you, uh, Sean, let's go with you. Okay. So I have a question for you before I begin. So the, I listened to the, the podcast from the showrunners after the episode and they said the episode was 45 minutes. And then there was supposed to be an episode after that was like the making of, which did not air in Canada. And I cannot find it in Canada. I'm wondering if it was released for you guys. I didn't see I, it. Did what, I, what is this? What is going on here? It, so the it, showrunners, did, it did the usual oh. after show thing that it does. And that's yeah. it that I saw. I didn't even get that. Oh, it just, oh, it just went straight to the Perry Mason 
Oh, well, well, that's because you guys are in Canada. You know how it is. Oh, but I was just wondering, because it was supposed to be a whole episode that was supposed to be all behind the scenes and all the making of all this other stuff. And yeah, and there, there was, was there was a there was a six minute thing after the credits, so, and I watched like thirty seconds of it, then shut it off because I was I, okay. I just was too busy. Um, did you even have that, Sean? No, I didn't get that. It just no. went to the credits and it was over. Oh, that's weird. Well, you, to, you went you sat through the entire credits. Yep. You were robbed. And then wow. I fast forwarded because. I sat through the credits expecting something, and then it just went into the Perry Mason trailer, and then right. some other show with people singing Laura Branigan, and I'm like, this doesn't seem right. Hmm. And then it just went into some other show. It's fucking weird. I yeah, know the weird. only thing I could say is that I I know it's a completely different channel, uh, network, app, system, subscriber service, whatever fucking description we use for these things. Yes, but I know with the Disney Plus shows, they go through the whole season, and then about a week later, they do a making of episode. So, oh, so, I'm, so I'm wondering if they if they may, now also understand that we here in the .us and not the .ca have been yeah. uh, seeing these little three to six minute behind the scenes bits. At like like um, after the credits, so they do the credits. They do coming next week, like the little preview right. of the next week's episode, and then they do the the uh, the thing that tries where they have the making of where they try to justify not having any zombies in the story, um, <laughs> and and they did that here too. Yeah. So I just assumed that uh, that the people up north were getting them as well. Yeah, no, I checked in my because I we have HBO. Well, the the version of HBO up here is Crave, but it does all. It's all of the HBO stuff. And so when I checked, because I'm like, okay, well maybe they just dropped the episode after the fact, and it goes in and it shows there's ten episodes, but there's only nine. <laughs> and then I went and it says the extras. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's in the extras. And then it just shows all the little six minute clips from the prior episodes. So unless that's what they're saying is combined in the episode. That would be my guess. Weird. It's sort of like when I see uh, on a DVD or Blu-ray or 4K features, you know, the two and a half hours of extra features. And one of the extra features is the two and hour and 15 minute commentary track. You know, it's like, okay, <laughs> nice. that's, that's a little misleading. Um, <laughs> And I wouldn't be shocked if it was like putting all those bonus scenes together. Putting them together, gave yeah. You the, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, it's kind of crappy if you hadn't gotten it until now. Yeah. Um, so anyways, the fun part. So as for the actual episode itself, um, I had been messaging with Phil because I watched it before he did, and so I was disappointed more just again because no zombies in the zombie show that should have zombies maybe sometimes, but. Uh, the episode, like the the opening sequence, the cold open sequence was really good. Uh, the stuff with Joel and Ellie is always good. Um, and I will like if you went in and never knew that there were zombies supposed to be in the show, I'm sure that would probably change your perspective. But I could also see where people would say that it also again kind of goes back to having a Walking Dead feel. <laughs> like we've kind of talked about before. Yep. So, um, but I mean, the episode was fine. The, you know, it would have been nice if we had more than one zombie per se, but 
you know, the cast is always good and the, the, the sets and the setting and all that stuff are really good. Um, and I get in, it leaves some fun stuff for whatever was going to do, whatever they're going to decide to do for season two. Uh, the one thing I wanted to say was, I don't know if you guys caught this, but uh, the woman who plays Ellie's mother is actually Ellie in the yep. video game. Yeah. Which is cool. And that was cool because listening to the, the podcast talking about, again, the voice actors for most of the games, if they ever, if the game ever gets turned to live action or whatever, they're never involved. So you just basically right. do your voiceover and then that's it. So to oh, actually so, have. Oh, so the woman that we see in the, the pre-credit sequence is the woman that plays the mother in the TV, in the, in the no, video. She game. plays Ellie. No, she's yeah. Ellie. She's in Ellie in the, the game. Of Ellie. Oh, okay, okay, right, right, right. It was the the original daughter. That actress was the one that passed away. Gotcha, gotcha. What so, I like even more is that she looked a lot like the the see, girl playing yeah. Ellie in the show, and, <laughs> which <yes>. is neat. <laughs> so that was good, and it was and like she talked about just that usually voice actors don't get to do that, and so there was really like it was getting to carry on something you've really put a lot of effort into, and actually get to be part of it when it evolves. So I thought that right? was kind of good. Um, and that the actor who played Joel in the, the game was one of the characters in last week's episode too. Yes. He was James. James. That's right. Yeah. He was James David's second in command. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So like, I, I appreciate that. Like I know um, with the star Wars fandom, there were a lot of people who were annoyed well, that well, the actress who played Ahsoka Tano well, was bumped for Rosario Dawson, and they felt like that was like a disrespect to her when it went moved to live action. Well, but not everyone can be go from voice acting to face acting because the look is not necessarily going to be there, right? And especially in the case of Ellie, but, she's not she's clearly not fourteen years old. Well, that's true. But but either either way, uh, we, we should we, we can talk about all that uh, yeah. after we we give our final thoughts on, on the episode. So uh, let's uh, continue, Sean. Uh, your final thoughts on the episode. So, so I was just going to say that it was a it was a good episode. Um, Again, if you were looking for zombies, you would be disappointed a bit. Um, but again. I mean, again, again, and again. But the the actors and the and all that stuff, other stuff is done very well. The attention to detail is very well between the game to the the uh, the series or the, the finale. To down to the actual the a lot of the actual lines are exactly taken from the game. Okay. So, so I mean, again, like, aside from the certain times when it makes little meanderings away, like it's staying pretty close to the content, minus the zombies. Okay. And so, your final thoughts on the on the episode? So, I was just saying is that I thought it was a a good episode. Uh, it could have been better had other things been done, but you know, this is kind of where we are. So, just getting used to sure it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Fair point. All right, so um, we'll uh, pretty much now talk about everything and anything about the episode, whether it's the trivia stuff like uh, the actress that played Ellie in the video game is is a cameo here, uh, or uh, spoilers and whatnot. So uh, let's get into some stuff. Um, I, I did read an article about uh, last week's episode. Was it last week's episode? Yeah, yeah, last week's episode, where... Um, Rain I Wilson, saw that. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, from the office, uh, who, who's very liberal. I mean, very, very liberal, progressive individual usually. Uh, and even here, you could argue he was too. But he, he was he he tweeted complaining about last week's episode, saying this is just another example of someone that uh, happens to have. Uh, read the Bible or speak Bible words and is immediately the villain. And he says that this is a trope that kind of sucks now. And uh, so I, I thought it was interesting. It's, it's no, a fair he actually point. said there's an anti-Christian bias in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's yeah, yeah. exactly what he said. So, Thank I mean, you. Thank you. if you have the quote, yeah, that's even better. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't know that I agree with that. Um, yeah. Unless, I mean, I think movies are money biased and shows are money biased, if anything. Um, so I don't know that I well, agree. With you remember that. when uh, the passion of the Christ came out and made a gajillion dollars and Hollywood quickly rushed to make all those biblical epics. Yep. Oh no, wait, they didn't. Well, they uh, did. There's Noah. There's Noah, which Noah. took the biblical story and turned it into a parable about global warming. It was missing the point. Um, <laughs> You know, that's not what that story was about. So it, it doesn't mean no, there's think, an anti-Christian bias just because they didn't do a billion movies after that one. No. How many, how many they, movies can you do on the death of Christ? Well, no, but there's the, the whole history of doing uh, movies aimed at that particular crowd. And those, they get these Christian movies that get churned out that do make some money, but they're being made by... Uh, sorry, folks, Christian filmmakers who tend to be not very talented um, and you know, Stark, like Kirk Cameron uh, and Dean Cain. But um, <laughs> no, I think there is. I mean, you, you'd be hard pressed to find anyone who pays, who shows anything other than the, the briefest of lip service about religion in, in, in most Hollywood produced films and TV shows who is not a caricature of some sort. And you could easily point out like for example the same thing with characters who are who are gay right if you had a character that was out that was a an out of the closet homosexual if it was male they were flamboyant and if it was female there were some bold like yep. right you know and certainly there was that and you could argue that those were negative stereotypes there and you could argue that you know uh when all the blacks on TV were the criminals that were getting arrested, you know, there was a negative stereotype there. Um, I, I don't see a whole lot of positive portrayals. I do know that when they do that, they tend to be successful and they tend to try to look for other reasons why it's successful than that. Um, it's, it's a weird thing, but I do think, look, there is just, just Hollywood has a very particular, at least the, the above the title people. Right, the above the, the tend to be very liberal, meaning the stars, the directors, the below the title people, the like the, all the people you see scrolling by. My understanding is they tend to be more middle of the road to conservative, uh, but nobody cares what your lighting director thinks. Well, there's a lot of um, Scientology out there too, which if, yeah. you know. Also, that's true. But you're not going <laughs> to see, and, you're, and and we all know what happened. You know, South Park had problems when it did Scientology. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah. Look, it's there. There is just a a, a thing there, and I agree. I understand it. I think uh, I'm used to it. There's just as you you know you it's rare you see someone who's a you know who's a, a CEO of a corporation who is not a complete asshole. Um, there, there are just certain tropes that, yeah, maybe they need to look a little bit 
deeper behind, but tropes are successful and they will repeat that successful formula as, as often as they can. And, you know, um, there are all sorts of authoritarian things. So you could argue like the, the, the uh, Fedra, well, there's the authoritarian government, you know, and they're being portrayed in bad light. Well, there are, are two big authorities in our world, at least in, in the Western world, tend to be government is on one side, church is often another one. So I, I think you could argue there's Media, a bit of an anti-authoritarian streak. It's a couple of others. And then big business, but you're get, in post yeah, but it's not get, a lot of big business. I get tired of victimhood, and that just drives me insane. It's like, yeah, but you if, need you want, if you want a non-Christian bias, go make it. You know, right. it's not like Rainy yeah. Wilson is poor and can't go make a movie on his, on his own. Well, so, I, I, again, though, I don't, write I don't, your own I don't, story. I, I, yeah, no, no, these are all fear. I mean, we we got all these people. Whether the the yeah, I mean, we've talked about it. Whether it's and Bar- Barrett, you're one of the most fair people I know when it comes to people complaining, whether they're liberal or conservative. It's like you always say, make your own damn thing, you bastard, and you're absolutely right. <laughs> but but. And I, I like Rain I, Wilson. Don't get me wrong. I like yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I do, I do too. I do too. <laughs> but, but I, I do understand that you know people are going to notice, and especially on social media, that's where they're going to comment, and that's where Rain Wilson commented. Yep. Um, so you know he may have a point. He may have a point, and maybe he just wanted to bring up a talking point and and see what you know what what. Is thrown against the wall and fits, and one does what doesn't. I don't know. I'd be more well, mad that if you said something bad about the Scientologists, they'd come follow you around and take oh, yeah. pictures of you and do all sorts of crazy. Well, shit. well the Scientologists that's, that's get, more get, worrisome. Those, those people get pissed on too, you know. So and, they do. And I, I, I don't know anybody that's all in of, person that's Scientologist, but I know they get I'm pissed on say too. Is look at Tom Cruise in 1986, and look at Tom Cruise in 2023. He's the same. Maybe maybe it's time that we trust the Scientology. I'm just saying. Um, you know, I think the funny thing with Rain Wilson is that he starred in a film I loved, which was called Super, which was directed by James Gunn before anyone knew who James Gunn was. Yes, great movie. And, well, all, and, yeah, all but of that also has knew who he was. All his trauma people knew who he was. Or anyway, trauma people, and that's about thirty. Um, yeah. And and uh, but that's also a thing where the characters wearing like watching these weird Christian. Uh, TV shows, and that's certainly mocking a thing. So he was in a movie that did it. I mean, you could argue that was, yeah, you know, almost that was 15 years ago or so. So he didn't just maybe have as much clout then as he does now. But you know, to me, this, does the story work? And if the story works, well, I'm fine yeah, with it. Yeah, I agree. And this character was not a Christian. He was right. a bad guy using Christianity in a bad way. So that, I think, is is the message that people should get from that. Not that Christianity is bad, that this guy was freaking evil and a pedophile. But I think those showrunners said that themselves, too, was that they said the idea is they were trying to contrast the idea between law going crazy and theocracy going crazy. That extremes on either end don't end up well for anyone. Well, and they can say that, but I remember but, when Silence yeah. of the Lambs came out, there was complaints in the not yet called this, but the LGBTQ. Oh, it, I, I saw an article oh, today about that. it. I saw an article yeah. today uh, about it. The the, the ten uh, most problematic uh, best picture winners, and, and Silence of the Lambs was one of them because it's even though they you know they state explicitly in the film 
that the character of Jamie Gunn is not transsexual. Like, they said explicitly, nevertheless, he was seen as transsexual and therefore, and as a bad guy, well, and and, and, a negative and, and stereotype could, of trans you, you could You could just say that, that the producer or director or screenwriter were just trying to say otherwise, and you, I could see arguments that it is transphobic too, but, but again, bad people are bad people, and so it's like, that was the point of the film, so I mean, it didn't bother me, again, I'm not tra- a trans person, but but I, I I I think people are over exaggerating the issue of that film, never mind various other films that they listed, American Beauty, Lawrence Arabia, you know, go on and on and on. Yeah. But but I but um obviously, yeah, I mean it's I don't know. It, they weren't are making complain. a larger message about Christianity in this episode. That's that's Correct. where I see the difference. Correct. It was right. a character that was utilizing it in a bad way. And I think right. that's right. the difference people need to think about before they, you know, start saying well, oh, there's well. that right. I and right. I understand like I said, I think I understand the trope. I understand saying I really wish I would stop using this trope or do something different with this trope. But if we didn't we use use these tropes, one, we use them for a reason because they work, they appeal to people. Yeah. Um and two, like Mel Gibson went and made his movie that nobody else wanted to make and certainly yeah. was handsomely rewarded for it, um, regardless of what you think about the rest of his existence. Um, so, yeah, if he wants to do something different, then do something different. But I can certainly understand, if you inserted anything else, instead of, being, of this being an anti-Christian bias, if it simply said, this, you know, here we go with another cliched whatever it is, Right. I, I wouldn't object because same I, here. Uh, yeah, yeah, because it's cliche. Right. Yeah, um, right. it's when you right. say well, that well, they're just Christian bashing. Yeah, it's, you know, maybe. I mean, I mean, you know, what what happens if this this cult or this this fake religious guy had been a Muslim instead or or, or a Hindu? Right, it would, it would be a little. There would be more uproar, obviously, or, or people would complain just for the fact that you know you know um, uh, folks that are minority folks and i'm saying minority in the case because not all hindus and not all muslims are people of color so, but but if they're at least in this country they're they're minority re- religion so you know that that would that have been problematic and so i think rain wilson's point could be considered valid again though is he overthinking it too you know, I think it, his point is valid. I just don't see the need in expressing it in the way he expressed it. Right. Well, look, yeah. I, I think you, you have to have a villain. Yeah, yeah. The villain is going to be something. Right. And everybody's going to not like the villain. It, it could like, be a white male. <laughs> it could be a CEO. It could be a government executive. It could be somebody in the military. It could be somebody who's gay. It could be somebody who's straight, somebody who's trans. Somebody who is nerdy, somebody who's a jock. You pick whatever so it is. It, well, they're right, yeah, no, without question. Um, <laughs> that's Canadian. It's Canadian. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> you know, it's one of the things I loved, uh, and and I and there are certain groups that yeah, they do put the finger on hard. Um, to be bad guys. Um, it is what it is, and they go through trends. Like that's one of the reasons I love the first Kingsman movie was that you had Samuel L. Jackson basically playing the evil Steve Jobs, right? Which uh, so he was still the, the evil CEO, but he was the evil sort of 
left-wing CEO as opposed to the traditional yeah. evil right-wing CEO. Awesome. It was just different. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I get it. But yeah, well, he's entitled to his opinion, and I agree with you. If he wants to do something different, do something different. He can do it. He can kickstart if he doesn't have – I don't. I have no idea what his wealth, net wealth is. Yeah, I don't know. Well, but either way, it, more know, than mine. That's whether or not, he, whether probably, or not, maybe he has whether a or not problem. he can, he can, he can go off and do his own thing, which is probably true. Um, I guess he was using his his uh, his voice to make a point. Is all. And yeah, whether, his, whether we agree he has on a platform, it. and this is our platform. <laughs> exactly. Yep. So it was just something of note because it did make the news. I mean, I, I brought it up yeah. immediately. Barrett, you said, oh, I heard the hall about that. because So so it was pretty big news. It wasn't just yeah. like this minor blip. So I'm glad you it, remembered to bring it up because I meant to, and then I forgot about it. So. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so anyway, that that was uh, something of note that was uh, interesting, I felt, um, related to the show. Uh, adjacent left or right, if you prefer. Um, rather than directly about the show itself. Um, so we can go on to talk about other stuff too, because again, this episode isn't just to talk about the season finale. It's also to talk about the season as a whole, um, because this is the, you know, the, the wrap up episode of uh, our podcast until we come back in a year or whenever season two comes back. Uh, so where else do we want to go to? I, I want to just throw that one out. Um, anything else where we got plenty of stuff to talk about? I know Mike well, you mentioned something about, uh, there was something Joel's actions would, would be a big topic tonight. Uh, you were about to talk right now. You were thinking of something. What was he going to say? Well, one thing I'll say is that, uh, once again, I have not played the game. Um, I know that in the sequel, Last of Us 2, you, both characters aren't together, shall we say. Right, right, right. And I had worked under the assumption that Joel was going to die at the end of the series. Sure, sure. And I was rather surprised... Yeah, he's a Sean he Bean. Didn't. He's a Sean Bean. Well, in this particular case, yeah. yeah. Um, so I was a little surprised that he he survived, and I I liked that. Um, and then I you know, did a little digging. I found out, oh, okay, this is why. And and I'll I'll avoid spoiling that for those people who don't want to know what happens, presumably in the upcoming season. Although they have said they may be making some story changes for season two, which makes that sense a, because I think they want to milk this this world as much as possible and if they just follow season one for game one and season two for game two there's no more seasons right so they want to obviously fatten it up a bit so it makes sense plus pedro won't be on for very long and it's easy to draw for people <laughs> yes yes so that's, that's... do a lot of flashbacks stuff yes yes you know so yeah that makes sense that they could do a whole uh, season of, of just flashbacks of Joel because of what you just mentioned. But anyway, continue, Mike. We, we were sorry to interject. Oh, the nice was... thing if they did flashbacks is we would clearly get more zombies. Zombies. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Exactly. Yes. That's great. <laughs> so my point for last, last night was valid then. Yeah. Flashbacks. I, I think <laughs> I think um, it was interesting that they go the way they do. Uh, and I don't know how you guys felt. So you have at the end, Ellie about to get brain surgery and lobotomized. Lobotomized, lobotomized. or actually just whole brain Killed. removed. It yeah, like yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's eating my dinner. You don't even like pasta. Go away. Anyway, <laughs> all right. 
No one cares about your so, cat, so keep it going. I um, cat. You know what I'm talking about? The people that listen to the show. Episode. So anyway, <laughs> uh, the idea that you have this question, this is that in that uh, the needs of the one versus the needs of the many, right? The was many. she a worthwhile? Was 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 he wrong to go ape shit and shoot everybody to save Ellie? Should I'll he have been what, willing to let Ellie die in order to potentially save humanity? Well, was he that was he? Who was the bigger shit here? Too many well, ifs in her statement. I, 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 we I, might I, be able to. Create I, 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 well, I got I got the the answer. The the problem was, is they did it uh, underhandedly. Yep. If they had sat them down and said, "This is the only way we can do it," what do you want to do? Totally and, agree. And and there's a chance that Ellie would say yes, we'll save everybody. There's a chance, but they didn't give her that option, and they nope. were going to murder her. And then they they basically treated uh, Joel like a piece of shit after what he did to get her there in the first place. And when he gets there, the the dink woman's already there anyway. And it's like what the fuck. So when they pulled that shit and then they toss his ass out, I, I would just kill them all just for that. <laughs> never, never never mind never mind. Uh, uh, for the preach, for Bill, preach. Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm I'm 100% into Joel taking all those motherfuckers out because they're all yeah. evil scumbags. When 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 all they had to do was be good human honest. beings. And, right. Exactly. Honest. Exactly. I wanted to point so, out. Amen, brother. You. Preach, Barrett. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to point out. I think we talked about this maybe in one of the episodes previously, but there's no guarantees that if they find. Right. the actual vaccine that they're even going to give it because they're going to be the ones who have control over it. Right. They decide who yeah, gets it. The bee fuckers. Oh, well, and even exactly. when she's talking about the doctor, she's like, he thinks he might sure. maybe. Right. Yeah. They're going to take her brain out when they don't even know for sure. Fuck that. I right. would have killed all of them right away. They, and the other thing they were, they were going to put it back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, thing I thought was also interesting was how they did it, where they beat, you know, they take Joel out with the the butt of the gun to the head. Oh, that was he wakes yeah, up mother- and they yeah. he, they never even gave him a chance to say goodbye. Right, he's just she's gone. Yep. And so I mean, like if if there had been a chance, like maybe Ellie would still have made the choice to to give to sacrifice herself. But the fact well, that you never gave them a goodbye. <laughs> What what was what's the name of that that, that woman from Boston that that he, that Marlene. Marlene Marlene is a pure example of a fucking sociopath. She has no conscience period because anybody who's a terrorist in the first place is most apt to be a fucking scumbag cluster B motherfucker anyway. So so after not only being a terrorist and a murderer but and I'm not saying Joe ain't no murderer either but he's a murderer but it's a little different for him. But then to yeah, then then when they knock him out with the gun, and then she goes, well, he wakes up. He goes, she goes, oh, uh, gee, uh, they, they didn't know they who didn't, you were. Yeah, they didn't know who. He, it's like right. okay, so even if they didn't, it's like, like okay, and where's Ellie? Oh, uh, we're we're chopping her head off. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're taking <laughs> her brain out. It's like, what, what are you talking about? What? Yeah, so the whole thing is just messed up because these these people even. If they had good intentions, they're evil. And I'm like with Sean, which is I would think that I wouldn't doubt in a second that if they figured out how to do it, they would decide who they were going to give the cure to and just kill the rest of them. I don't I don't trust them at all. Right. I think 
the the certainty aspect there, there's there's different ways to look at it from uh and it is absolutely a a, a collectivist mindset the good of the many versus the individual no yep. question about that yep. i think the uncertainty is a big big part of it uh i would certainly question whether a a society or even in this case a group of people if not the entire society as a whole that would sacrifice this girl to save themselves instead of to take a shortcut instead of maybe finding another way to do it or waiting for her to die of any one of many causes that she's probably going to die from anyway and then doing the autopsy um is it is that a society worth preserving well and, and the thing that's that's really but yeah i agree and the thing that's really bizarre is she's known she was good friends with the mother and she's known the little girl since she was born. And, 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 and she's like, okay, we could kill you. Well, I she mean, didn't even want to take her. She didn't even want to take her, right? She did it under protest. Right, right. And that's yeah, what well, Ellie's too. mom yeah, said. Like, I'm not expecting yeah. you to take her. Like, find someone else, because obviously you're not reliable. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think, look, from her point of view, maybe I might get this wrong. It could be a matter of this was a close friend, and she may be just trying to make some sense or find purpose in her friend's death and sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. And this is what brings it to her. This is how we save the world, and it's what gives her death meaning. Um, look, I think you, it's, you know what's funny is the mother was prob- probably immune too, but they killed her, so it didn't matter. No, well, they maybe, showed, I they showed that, the cordyceps on her leg going through I, her. I, yeah, she wasn't I, immune. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah, maybe. I mean, she has like a yellow, bunch of yellow lines on her leg. Well, I did see that she was infected, but I was curious if if she would actually turn or not. But anyway, continue. Well, I did friend. find it a little. Uh, do they do they do that story in the game? No. All you explain? get in the all of the get in the game is that there's a no a letter that Ellie's mom wrote and the switchblade. Mm. That's all that you get. That's and the talks about anything about the her Ellie's mom. So you, this is all stuff that they added and the showrunner talked about, uh, Neil Druckmann talked about, they had actually tried to do an animated thing for this, ran out of money, and then it got scrapped. So this was the chance to actually bring this story that they didn't get to tell before to this universe. So they were claiming that they were going to have it as a as a short film in the video game. Like yeah, and then it right, just right. they, they uh, cut they scene basically. Yeah, right. and it got cut. So right. So what I have a problem with is this to me is the the need to overexplain every time people reproduce. You have a a roll of the dice. Every sperm, every egg produced is genetically unique, and that ends up with a human being with a unique immune system, and. Everybody is immune to something, and everybody is susceptible to other things, some more than others in both directions. You don't need to have the secret origin of Ellie. Agreed. <laughs> um, and it's basically, let's be honest, it's basically, it turns out she's Wesley Snipes because it's Blade's origin. Right? Yes. Where? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't even like an origin story. I'm like, oh, wow, that's really, oh, wait a minute. No, Daywalker. Okay. Um <laughs> So there's that. I don't think it was necessary. I don't think we need to know how she's immune. All we needed ever needed to know is that she was. Um, 
Yeah, we would have gotten I to guess the same so in this place, case, right? They, what? We would have gotten to the same place. Either way, they were going to dissect her. Right. Um, and we just, it, and no, admittedly, by giving us that cause, they gave us something very specific, a more specific explanation to how this immunity could work. And they just didn't, like, were impatient in trying to figure out a way to 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 do this that wasn't lethal. Um, I had watched uh, one reviewer who basically said that, again, this was collectivism versus individualism. And, you know, but he kind of tends to side with uh come down to the side that Joel was wrong. It's like, well, you know, but that's, that collectivism is the, is the fungus, right? Those are, yeah. those are ants. Those yeah. are the sacrificing of individuality for the greater whole, you know, is, and this is a show that other than the communist uh, enclave has been pushing the individualist aspect. Um, I think more so more than anything and striving for, living as long as possible and not giving up. Um, I, I do well, think the, for a, that argument is weakened by the fact that they don't know for sure that this is going to work. Right. I'm all right with collectivism. If you know, it's going to work and you're honest with the people that you have to do it to. But if, once you start lying, that's not collectivism because you've taken yes. the, the role of one of the people out of it. You take the agency. Right. So, Yeah. Well, but that's the kind thing, of where collectivism ends up, is that... Right, dictatorship, like we've talked about. Yeah, yeah. Pe pe People are individuals, and there will always be individualism, and the only way to get rid of that individualism is to try to suppress it. Yep. And, and and that's where we get... Like I said, it works great for, for, for social insects. It doesn't work so great for people. We're just two completely different things. Um, and there's no reason to believe, A, that this would work, that you couldn't find another way to do this that's not lethal later, but I also think all of it is undermined by the fact that the we are in episode it. nine. We have not seen a zombie in the modern day in yep. four episodes, Very which, as we point. all know, were <laughs> the first that, the, that episode five was the last time we saw zombies in the modern day. We then went to three months later. And this episode seems to be several months even after the last episode. Yeah. So we we've saw gone, monkeys. what? We saw monkeys. We saw, we saw giraffes. We saw they monkeys and giraffes. We haven't monkeys. seen zombies. <laughs> right, right. I'm just being facetious. Right, so we've gone, what, a half a year with no zombies? Nothing. It seems like they've got a handle on this thing, right? <laughs> yeah, and all the cars are out of the way of, on the roads, so I think they're all Yeah, good. the roads are clear. Oh, my God, that's um, so silly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I, like I said, I, in, in, a very, in one of the earlier episodes, you know, they, they made fun of The Walking Dead for that, but at least The Walking Dead, for a good part of its run, was only like two or three years removed from the apocalypse. We're 20 years removed. Well, 20 years, yeah. yeah. Right, right. You right. know, so um, I feel like that's one of their problems is they didn't want to be compared to Walking Dead, so they, like, removed all the zombies. But then which, still which is, Walking Dead stuff. Which, so. which, which is terrible because the the zombies were awesome in Walking Dead, and, and here they didn't have them. <laughs> right. Uh, say what you will about Walking Dead, and it had its strengths and weaknesses, but the zombies were always well done. And they were yeah. great. Maybe a little yeah. easy to beat. Yeah, because they were slow. There. They're slow but zombies, also, but, but they were still awesome. But the overarching problem is that the whole goal of the show is to defeat a zombie apocalypse that is pushed far into the back burner. <laughs> Right? Yes. Would we like imagine Star Wars and like they only on occasion run into a stormtrooper? Right. The Empire is nowhere to be oh, seen. Or, or <laughs> right. imagine Star Wars 
but they never leave one planet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is the point yeah. where I would say in the game, the game, the game, 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 where yeah. in this sequence, when they get to Salt Lake City, it is not cleared of infected, and there's several sequences they have to go through that you have to do with the infected to before you get to the hospital. So again, it takes it changes the whole aspect. Like well, like you. And, and and Sean, if I could add to that, that was another thing that I, I thought was stupid about this episode. And, and I don't, I don't, I mean, I did use the word stupid. That's a negative term. But but my point was is that, and I think I said this to you, Sean, offline. Maybe it was all yours. Um, it was weird how Ellie and and uh, Joel are walking through a huge city, Salt Lake City. It's 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 not it's not New York City, or but but it's it's like a Kansas City. It's 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 a pretty big city, and they're not worried about zombies. They're loud. Joel has his gun uh, hanging off his back instead of in his hands. I, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. And it's the like lackadaisical approach, right? And never mind people. You got to watch out for people. Never mind well, zombies. Even and and every, think, oh. think even about Kansas, like. Even the zombie threat there was nil until they right. came up from under the earth. And right, right. they, but you're right. They should have still been worried about humans right. because that has been their biggest issue so far. Right. And what was his line right. that he said? He said, everywhere we've gone, something bad's happened. Yeah. But not and I was like, no, no, it hasn't. <laughs> right, um, right. I mean, not, not as bad as it, like I said, we've seen walking dead. It, it not as bad as it could have been. Um, <laughs> You know, you had three months, as far as we can know, where nothing bad happened, and then you got another three months or so where it didn't seem like anything bad had happened. Or you just fast-forward through some interesting shit because you didn't have the budget for it. I don't know what was going on. Um, and let's remember, let's just look at the titles for the show. What's the title? Credits for showing the fungal infection spreading. It's putting right there in the opening credits the fungal infection. Right. So when people say this is a thing, it's about a the relationship between this 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 father and, and daughter figure, yeah, I get that, but that's that's not they 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 get two little tiny fungus characters at the end of the opening credits. That's not what they sell it as, right, right, right. Um, and don't get me wrong, I like the relationship. I think now I understand Phil, um, your point, but why you know there's no zombies, so why should he be in, be on guard, um. Right. Well, out, at least the people, though, like city. as the people and, and yeah. in the city, people, right? But I understand, like, what they're doing is that he had not mentioned his daughter to Ellie until you got to episode six. And he didn't even right. mention it. it. She learned it through the brother who saw it because she saw the photograph. Right. And so this is showing that their relationship has changed. And I like that. Right. Um, but, but but they still could have had all the zombies. I I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying. Yeah. So that was a thing that I liked was that you showed he's talking the pro- and progression in their relationship because their she, relationship she, and- she actually brought up the daughter in this one. And if this was like four episodes ago, he would have said, don't ever mad. bring her name up again. Right. Yeah. You know, so but not only is obviously he talking about her, he's talking about her changed. in a way that's happy and joyous. Right. Oh, I think he, she would you she would have liked you a lot. But you're right. he's trying to cheer her up because he knows what she went through and knows that it was bad, so he's trying to get her to come out of her shell again. Right. Right, right. Anyhow. It's the biggest well, yeah, flaw and, of the show is the, the very few zombies. I mean, let's be honest. Well, it's 
It's yes, a huge that, flaw. That's a huge flaw. That's a huge and flaw. And my other, the other thing I would argue is, and again, beating beating a dead horse here. So I actually looked at it. So um, it, at every other episode, literally every other episode, episode one, the focus is, is on Joel and Sarah. Yep. Yeah, whatever, whatever the daughter's name yep, is. Yeah, Sarah. Yep. All right. Episode three, it's on Frank and Bill. Episode five, it's on uh, Henry and Sam. Episode seven, almost all the odd numbers. Episode seven is Ellie and Riley. Right. Um, this is a show. This is a, there's only nine episodes. This is supposed to be a show about Ellie and Joel. Joel. Right. And you're not building the relationship. They don't really have time to get a relationship. Even they meet at the end of episode one. And I don't mind like the, I get the need to establish the relationship between Joel and Sarah, because that is really what informs the relationship he has with Ellie. Yep. Um, but I don't think you needed to spend an entire episode on Frank and Bill, an entire episode on um, Ellie and Riley, at least the, Henry and Sam episode, Riley and, uh, not Riley, Ellie and Joel were a part of it, and we could see some of their interaction with them as well. So that had a little bit more of an echo. I'm not saying you couldn't do either of them, but you could have gotten rid of one and given us a little bit more exploration of the relationship between those two characters, so that way it didn't feel like it was an unearned flash forward it's look we've got two people here they're the leads clearly they're going to fall for each other and have a strong bond it's like no you have to show it you have to earn it and the lack of danger made that harder to do the lack of time on them made that harder to do i I think think the the show should have been focused on both of them for 95 or 90 percent rather than what they did yeah absolutely 75 percent um yeah Yeah. yeah. oh yeah well i mean you you get rid of Episode three, I don't care what anybody says. Fine, it's it's a great television episode. You know, whatever, whatever, whatever. You don't need it. You know. It was a waste. If you only have nine episodes for the season, and you have two characters that mean nothing to the rest of the show, it's like, what the point was of that episode? It was a waste of my time. I don't and, need it. And people, people said thematically, it reinforced the relationship issues you're going to be dealing with. It's telling you. It's like oh, of, that's of, just, of Joel and Ellie. It's like okay, fine, but you know what? That's just would intellectual really assholes that drink martinis to pretend that no, they're no, smart. No, no, no. But here's the thing: they're not wrong. But we know it really helped the thematic development of of Joel and Ellie's just yeah, just relationship is their relationship. That's right, my point. Right? That that anybody who says that that I don't need parallelism. Right. If that was a symbolism no, of their relationship, have, it was no symbolism of their if, relationship. That's just if bullshit. Have, they it just they just wanted to have no, that. I, I'll disagree with that. But if you give me fifteen episodes, you can you can get into another side story. Yeah, you right. did. fifteen you episodes. Had nine. Right. You if this was that. lost, where you could have twenty four episodes yeah. per season, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, you have your X Files where they have the you know their goofy Scooby Doo thing or whatever. I mean, you know, our, our Supernatural did that. Fine, you can have that. But but. You can't do it in a nine-episode season. Nope. Anyway, um, so all right, so um, let, let's talk about get back to that other thing, Mike, that we were talking about about Ellie and being used for a disease thing. Now, I, I, I still feel that it would be useful to dissect someone that is immune and 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 get 
some sort of thing that would heal. But again, like AIDS or hepatitis or but it sounds like or influenza. You can't. You can't. Like they there's didn't no even cure start by taking her blood, right? Right. Well, well they're yeah. just going to the start brain. with taking the brain. Right. Right. Well, well, let's, let's just let's maybe you know. Obviously, this is just uh, written by people that don't know science, and, and they they're just writing quick, and they have to film it. Let's say they did all <laughs> that stuff. The chance that you're still going to be able to get a cure is probably very minimal because we can't cure cancer, we can't cure AIDS, we can't cure prion diseases, we can't cure uh, viruses, we can't, you know, on and on. So it's like it's like we can't cure Lyme disease, and that's bacteria. So it's like, how how are you going to cure this? You're not going to do it. You, you can't do it. I don't believe it. The it's one myth. thing I thought was funny was someone talked about that if you took away like journeying with Joel and Ellie and just came to the last episode and just had it from the point of view of the people in the hospital. Yeah. He's just, he's, he's going around executing everybody. Yeah. And Hey, he let those nurses live. Maybe we didn't well, see them die. But well, well, yeah, let's, I want to talk about those, those nurses and, and everybody that he wipes out. But uh, th that just got me to thinking, Sean, what we were talking about. Which which is related to what we talked about earlier. We didn't need episode three. It's, it was it was waste. Yeah. We didn't need we didn't need Kansas City. Those two episodes. It was it was a waste. We didn't we didn't need the flashback scene with Ellie and her friend. It was a waste. But we we didn't need the cannibals. It, it was a waste. I mean, there, there was no zombies. It was just what the hell is this show? I don't know what this show is. What is it? I honestly, what what did any of those episodes really move the story? Well, they am needed I, the danger to be to Joel and Ellie. And, yeah, all right, all right. Okay. And episode four and five, I've, well, but, especially episode five, I well, felt they like didn't, the they danger didn't need... was way more at um, Henry and Sam. Right, and, and plus you didn't even need the villains. I mean, I mean, you could have the villains, but we didn't need to know their backstory. We could have just we could have just focused on Sam and Henry because they are the ones that meet. I agree. And just why running, did they? Where did we have from the villains? Right. Why yeah. did we have the perspective of the villains? Why did we even care about her and her? her this is a problem. I think talking about uh, her life. It's like what? This is a problem with modern day television and storytelling. Is that? Everybody feels like they need to let us know that the villains aren't really villains and they right. have to change perspectives so often that there's too many perspectives. And instead of just focusing on the two that are important, which are Joel and Ellie, we have to get all these side stories about everybody else. Whereas if we didn't know who those characters were, the danger would have felt more palpable. But because we knew who they were, we have to have this idea of gray inserted into our minds and then we don't know what to think, you know? Right. And, and Barrett, that's a good point, because it's like, why do we care about the villains and their perspective? And if they're gray or not, because we're following Joel and Ellie. And if they're trying to kill Joel and Ellie, they're the enemy and they're evil. So who cares exactly. what their motivation is? They're evil because they're going after our protagonists. Unless they're going to be exactly. in a future episode <laughs> at some point, there's no point in really humanizing them for us to that it's degree. Spoiler alert, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, but well, I'm just well, saying, well, for well, example, no, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> then there'd be a reason at least, you know. Yeah, right, right. If they were recurring characters as the antagonist that's going to, you know, like Darth Vader that's following them. For, Negan for, in The know, Walking whatever. Dead. Negan, Negan in yeah. The Walking Dead. Yeah, right, right, right. Right, right, but but here, 
no, that's not what they are. And so I I just felt those two episodes were stupid or unnecessary. I I didn't like that villain. I just thought the the villains were, it was just like, what? You know, and then they wiped them out and we knew they were going to be wiped out. We even said, I even said, it goes, well, at least we won't have to worry until after episode five, they'll be gone. And sure enough, we were right. Well, and that's where you get into predictability. When you can see these the bad guys fully, then they become predictable. You don't know what they're going to do if you have no idea who they are or what they are. See, I don't, I don't mind the development of the villains. I, I think Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul were brilliant in the way they they were. Them. Oh, yeah, but those were real villains. They were, you know, that were important to the whole story. I felt right. They were villains that right. You didn't get like Tuco Salamanca. Uh, Who's the uh, you know the 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 guy who was snorting coke that uh, uh, in the first season of Breaking Bad, uh, snorting meth rather? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's 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 a black and white villain. He, he, there's no depth to that character whatsoever. He's a bulldog. Right. Right. Um, right. Well, and he, he was the antagonist for the whole season, not just for one episode. Right. And even he got right as you said a, a good portion of the season, whereas Gustavo Fring gets several seasons. Uh, Mike Irvin Trout. Gets yep. uh, a whole, gets a couple of seasons, and all the better call Saul to even further flesh him out. You know, so they really do. And and Walter White, of course, is the whole series is, is about him uh, and his and like Nacho too, who was in only like one episode of Breaking Bad, and then you get to see his whole story. Or it was only mentioned better in call Breaking Saul. Bad, right? It's uh, yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, absolutely. But if you're going to do it, then do it right. I don't mind, like, giving them small shades. I think let's remember, in, in fairness to the characters here, Joel was an asshole. When she last left Joel, Joel was still in his asshole phase. Maybe he wasn't in his evil asshole phase that he had been when he was murdering people, but he wasn't necessarily a great guy either. So... I don't know that they're expecting her him to have gotten quite as attached to her as as he did, and so I can maybe understand them not treating him great. And this is Joel tapping into his evil Joel self to save Ellie. Um, and I can't fault them for it because he does kill two. I don't want to say innocent people. He kills two people that one could argue he didn't have to kill. Who's that? Yes. Number one is he shoots the guard who's putting his gun down. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And my argument for that would be this is life and death. Yeah. As soon as he turns his gun away and he proceeds to go look for Ellie, this asshole can pick his gun up and shoot him in the back. Yep. Right. Or, or, or even if he gave up the gun... He could go on someone else. He could. Well, there's dead bodies all over the place. Every one of them has a gun. Yeah, that's true too. He yeah. would have no problem. So this is just for survival, I think. Yeah. Right, who's the second sense. person? Who's the second? And the second person was the doctor. And uh, now the doctor had a scalpel. Yeah. Uh, could have shot him in the leg. <laughs> he could have shot him in the leg, but no, fuck him. Uh, <laughs> Hey, he was going to cut her head open and take her brains. Right. And and, and he put this way, whenever you, you and I said this in, in just the last episode, uh, landmine goes click that landmine goes click that episode of dark discussions that we did. I said, when you're walking in the woods and you, you bump into a guy with a gun, even if he's just a friendly hunter, you, you're polite to him always because he has a gun. That's why you're polite to cops because they have guns. 
You don't, you know, and, and the thing is, is when someone is there with a gun and he just shot people in the distance and then you're yelling at him like, hey, you can't take Ellie. What does he expect is going to happen? You yeah. know, it's just stupid. I, I can't stand. And when someone's shot on the leg, he goes, well, all right, where's, where's Ellie? And he goes, fuck you. And it's like. And he says, I, I don't need this. And he just blows the guy's brains up. Yeah, don't people time for don't this. act this way. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. People do not act this way if they, they want to survive. People don't. It, this is so Hollywood where, where people go, fuck you. And, you know, when you're being tortured, I ain't going to fuck you. That's I'll Hollywood. never talk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and then they just, you know, and the guy has a gun and and they say, F you. And it's like, no, that's not. So I had no problem with him blowing the brain out of that doctor because that doctor was a dumbass and it's just a hollywood trope of like hey, i would have killed but the I'm nurses say fuck you Absolutely. i would have killed the nurses because i don't want anybody to be able to say what happened now the only Absolutely. way that ellie can find and they out were, and they is... were going to kill they, they were going to kill ellie anyway right so, and so you if you're you're a judge and juror so you just kill those motherfuckers and they're the it's only ones now that can talk that's the only way ellie could find right. it out now that's so right. I'm already that's expecting right. her to find out in the next season because he left those you two alive. Do you think Ellie believes him? No. No. No, yeah. she does okay. not. She even they, they even say that in the in that last little six minute portion. Yeah, where they talked about that she's like, no, okay, you've lied to me. I can't trust you anymore. Oh, you think that's what it is, or do you think yep. she goes, she's like, oh, okay, they, those bastards were trying to kill me. Ashley Johnson, who was Ellie in the game, said that was how she approached it, was that when she says okay in the game, it's oh, it's not okay that I believe you or accept your lie. It's okay, I can't trust you anymore. Oh, that's interesting. I, I don't, I, that's weird, because you would think she, she would have said, what really happened? I know you're lying. Or something, because, because and, and I can't believe she would think he was nefarious. So why I, I'm going to hate you now or not trust you? I mean, yeah, I'm this, I feel the yeah. same way, Phil. It's yeah. crazy. And, yeah, it doesn't make yeah, It's sense. like when you say, "Have you ever eaten human flesh?" and and they go, "Well, um, no." You know, they just don't want to admit it, and you let them go. Honestly, you should have just, just told her the truth right at that point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminded me. It reminded me of that Dutch uh, film that we watched, where um, the the one that Sean you joined us for that episode. Yes. Yeah, it was all four of us because Eric couldn't make it, and and the guy sees the dead boy and 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 he takes his family away and the car gets stuck and he has to go off and yes, he doesn't tell idiot. he lies to him all he had to do was tell his wife that what this is the situation they're serial killers i found this out the boy's dead don't if you see them don't you know and, and he doesn't do that and so they all get killed right so right. so it was so stupid so here it's like why well, didn't tell her the truth and even if he didn't tell her the truth why would she think He's nefarious or being evil because I can't trust you anymore when it's the guy that she treats as a father who she trusts, who, who brought her across the country for months, who, who saved her life. He, she saved his life, their father and daughter. And now suddenly she goes, I don't trust him anymore because he just lied to me. It's That's like, the way it works in TV land. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Well, but also, in fairness, um, the actress doesn't determine how the character behaves in future episodes. 
That's up to the writers and directors. Well, no, that's, I that's agree. What, that's what we're ripping. We're, we're not the ripping the actor, yeah. or we're not ripping yeah. the actress or the actor. We're, we're, Just the storyline. About the storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, but I can understand. Like if the actress says that's how she she read it and how she interpreted it, it doesn't mean she read it and interpreted it correctly. Oh well, right. yeah, that's true. Right. Too. Well, that, that's but that's the video game. That's the video game, right? That's a little different. Yeah, she has, the, she has to read into that, right? There's probably not nearly as much background. Right, right. Uh, but but I'm talking about if they bring that over to the TV series, which is what it appears they're doing. That kind of seems a little silly, I think. But I don't know. Yeah, they've spent all these months together, and even if he did kill those people, she would she should think that he did it for a good reason. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. What she knows of him from all their time together. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So it 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 just it doesn't make any sense. If she it's now, a CW uh, plotline, I call it. Yeah. <laughs> right. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, a YA novel. Yeah. Something. Um. All right. So let's see. What else do we want to discuss? Uh, there's some other stuff in this episode, or, or just the whole series as a whole, because this is the finale that we're we're talking about everything, right? Um, where do we want to go? What do we want to talk about? So I would say that the first couple of cold opens we got in the first two episodes were like, where it had me so hopeful that we were going to deal with the zombie stuff. And then they just didn't. But those cold opens were so good. The cold the opens are awesome. All of them. Yeah. And it's just, it's a shame that like, such a such awesome work was then just like thrown to the side. I mean, yeah. I mean it's just my perspective for it. Yeah, it, well, yeah. I mean, and they were all scary too. I mean, I mean, yeah, like it was legit scary stuff. Yeah, I right? mean, the opening scene of the whole series, flawed or not, what was was so nefarious, where the doctor's talking about what a fungus can do and all this other stuff, and then you know, the then we have the doctor in 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 Jakarta. And that was a pretty awesome scene. And then this scene was awesome. I, I think, and I said this to Sean, I think I said, I think I liked this character, the mother character better yeah, than any the character most. in the yeah, whole show. Yeah, she was awesome. Yeah, she was freaking awesome. And, and I didn't even know she was, she played Ellie in the video game, but the, as an actress, she was just freaking awesome. And, and so those scenes were great. And then we get into the, the credits, which are awesome. The credits are damn good. And then you get into the, Rest of the episode, it's like, where's the zombies? What happened? Where's the scares? I, I, I wanted. I thought I was that the way that that the scariness of those cold opens, and then suddenly it's not scary anymore. It's, what? What? What happened? Well, to the people in the hospital, Joel was like the zombies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, well, and and that was it was an awesome scene. And don't get me wrong. Oh, it was great. But, but yeah, but, he's. But it, it's not a scary scene, right? It's an action no. picture scene, which is fine. Yeah. But. but you also want your scary scenes too, if it's supposed to be a horror yeah. TV show, right? I mean, I mean, it, that's what it's, it's based on. The game is considered a horror video game, horror, right? So I don't know. It's just unfortunate. So, and and Sean made a really good point, which is them going to the hospital when they enter Salt Lake City, and in the video game they have to fight through zombies. It's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. And then and then here there's none. It's just like they just go doom 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 and then they get. It really should have been two it. episodes. It should have been one it episode of them getting to the hospital and him getting knocked out, 
And then they should have had a hospital episode. The one yeah. thing I did yeah. want to say is I liked the giraffe scene, and it oh, was, that was the cool. same in the game. But I thought someone had pointed out that in the the series, Joel runs up like four floors to catch up to Ellie, and then the giraffe is right there. So unless the giraffe was like standing on floor we didn't see, that's a very long necked giraffe. Oh, that's too funny. Well, they yeah, are known I, for that. Well, it could be a building that that's into a, it could be a building into a hill. In the well, that's what, I, what is... I was trying to see, right? Because <laughs> right. they didn't really give you a good right. view. No. Because he looked like the the giraffe looked like a regular giraffe, but it was just funny how they made him run up the four floors. Oh, and I then... just had this whole. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, uh, giraffes are eighteen feet, sixteen to nineteen feet for males, fourteen for seventeen for females, uh, the adult versions. So that's... somebody did the report in high school. Yeah, well, I just did. Yeah, I did a, a Google, and so that would be uh, two and a half uh, to three people, right? So put uh, me, Barrett, and Mike uh, standing on each of our shoulders. That that's a, the height of a giraffe. Yeah. So, no, you want Sean in there, floors. otherwise we'll only make like fourteen feet with me. And well, 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 <laughs> Sean, Sean, Sean is there to push us over. <laughs> He's Canadian. What do you expect from those people? It's, uh, I I just got this weird like welcome. To Jurassic Park uh, vibes, you know, just like <laughs> yes, that uh, was kind. Of, that was identical to the Brontosaurus. You're absolutely right. I, I did. I did think that too. That's a good point. Yeah. But we didn't get any raptors, damn it. Yeah, yeah. No, only in the flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so well played, Mike. Well played. Um. So. Yeah, I, I I don't know why they wanted to skip the zombies. I, I just don't get it. I, I really don't understand it. Well, they gave their their justification. I don't know if it's a correct justification. But like one thing I'll say is like you remember when you remember episode five, and this is it's so weird because it has been eight fairly busy weeks. Nine, sorry, nine busy weeks that we've been with this show. Yep. And you're talking like about the the, like the cordyceps prologues in those first two episodes, it feels like it's been so long since we saw those. It almost feels yes. like it's a different show. It does. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, and I think back like to episode five, where the ground bursts forest, and and you see the 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 not the clicker, the the bloater, uh, the bloater yeah, the for the first time, and you're like, oh, here we go. This is like a new thing. This is a game changer, and it changed nothing. We never yeah, got to see one like, again. They, 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 that, that wasn't the start <laughs> of something. That was literally the last we were going to be seeing of zombies in this show. It might be the last of us. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the bloater. That, that's it, right? The bloater was the last that, zombie. Yeah. I mean, we got this one last zombie. night, but it wasn't much. I mean, it didn't even look that zombified. No, the 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 actress who did who played the clicker or whatever, the runner, did a good job because they were creepy, but yeah. like there wasn't a huge amount of effects. Right, right, them. right. No, and and that that was my point. I mean, I mean, when I was watching this, I was like, "What the hell's going on here? Who's this character running?" And and it's like, oh, I don't care. This is awesome. This is scary. There's a clicker coming, you know. And and sure enough, it was awesome and scary. And a clicker did come. And that was it. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, I guess that's... they can only afford so many windows to smash, so. Yeah. Well, and if the yeah. budget was that low, then I'm, I, I hope they get better for the second season, because... <laughs> But, but, but it, it was had to be more than than any Walking Dead episode. And, you and would Walking think. Dead had plenty of zombies. Exactly. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And it, it well, got Walking more Dead episodes in the first. For shit. Well, and Walking Dead got more less episodes the first season too, didn't it? Yes. It only had yeah, six. Like six, six episodes. Yeah. yeah. Six. Yeah. And it did a whole yeah. lot more with those six episodes. I yeah, think. It, it, yeah, it had the biker zombie for crying out loud. That was an awesome zombie. You remember the the biker that that was in the park that was half eaten? The bicycle girl, yeah. Yeah, the bicycle yeah. girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was all dude, and, and that's that episode was scary because he's in the hospital, he wakes up from a coma, and he, and on the door it says, Do not open dead inside and, and, and yep. you know, and I was, I was like, Holy shit, this is great. And and stuff. It had so, tension. I, Exactly. That's what. I, that's what I want. I want to. This was a romantic zombie series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pride yeah. and Prejudice and zombies. Oh. Yeah. I think that had more zombies though. Oh, it definitely had more zombies. <laughs> yeah. Actually, actually, well, I, think, I think the olden days. I, I think. I think. Um. Um. um the, that movie. Uh, my cousin Vinny had more zombies. <laughs> I think I, I, I'm not if I can remember right, I don't know. but anyway, uh, um, it, well, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. My cousin Vinny had as many zombies as some of the episodes in this show. But I'm not the whole season, but at, at least five or six episodes, it had as many zombies. And my cousin Vinny had uh, uh, Marissa Tomei too. So, oh my god! Right, episode episode one had uh, kind of had zombies, a bunch of them. But- yeah. Yeah. I had a bunch of them that you didn't see a lot of them. The only one that I think, if I remember correctly, that was a direct threat to the leads were the uh, was the neighbor. Yeah, the neighbor at the start. Yeah, yeah. All, yeah but, all but the rest were sort felt, of background it, and peripheral. But it was but, more but chaotic because they had them running all over the place. But right? but if right, but it felt like like it was filled with zombies, even if they and were they, in the background going crazy. Right, and then they set up this whole explanation of how the zombies work in episode two. Yeah. So that it could be completely irrelevant for every future episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then That's you had yeah. you had the basement zombie in the the Cumberland Farms in episode three, yeah. where, where 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 Ellie got her tampon. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that one way, wasn't a threat. And that yeah, exactly. And that there was no threat to that one whatsoever. And then Bill blew up a bunch of zombies with his traps. I thought those were people. Those are people that were trying to break. Those are people, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they were trying to break in. No, but there's also Pete. Like there's actual when he showed, like when he was eating his dinner. Oh, yeah, yeah, there yeah. Was a oh, yeah, yeah. yeah there's a couple of traps. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that was all flashback. That's like a flashback. Yeah. A flashback. Yeah. I mean, it's a flashback. It's a, it's, and a flashback. Yeah, no, yeah. He's Mon- recording. Oh my god, you're right. It's a flashback <laughs> in the flashback. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> Right, 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 right. But but that was you know just like, I mean, I, all right. It's fair. It was a zombie, but it, it, there was no tension or anything, right? It was just right. the point. Straws now for them. That's yeah. the I, problem. I, I don't remember any in episode four. I just remember the 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 pulsing ground. Yeah. Episode yeah, five. There's a bunch. And yeah. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. 
Yeah, that's it. You're absolutely right, Mike. Until yeah, this but, one last night, right? I mean, and yeah. that was in a, in a flashback, a flashback. And very, very fast. It was not, there wasn't much of a scene to it. Right. Yeah. Well, it there was, was the a flashback week. in last night's episode, and there was the, the, the flashback episode with Ellie, the, the one that. Oh, that, this that, is yeah. zombie that way, too. Yeah. 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 Only one zombie. Only one. Yeah. Right. But it was also so, like, last minute. It was in such a took up such a small portion of the show. That's true, that's true, yeah. You know, that 90% of the show, there there wasn't, like, the threat of the zombie there. It wasn't like they no. kept cutting back to it coming closer. Right, right. Remind you it was there. It was I never kind of, felt that danger. Exactly. Yeah. It was right, It right. was basically, and, and as a special cameo, we have zombie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that pretty much sums it up right there, Mark, yeah. Special cameo. Special guest star. Yeah, it feels like, then it feels like a sitcom guest star. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, it's cousin infected came to visit. Right. But don't worry, they won't stay. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's, I, I, I mean, well, I, and it I, almost feels like the humans don't even know much about the zombies. Like, they, in 20 years, they haven't studied them at all. Right, I mean, right. it's like there's no information about anything. You right. don't get well, any well, common mythology about it. Wouldn't in 20 years they have some sort of well, thing you know, going on? You know, it's also funny, too, is that it was the, the cannibal guy that was the first person since the very first episode in the pre-cold open that said the word Cordyceps. Yeah. That was no, the first was time because I immediately you... texted you, Sean, saying, "Oh my God!" <laughs> he said, "Cordyceps." I can't believe it. They you actually totally said the word. popped for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was. Uh, it, it, the funny thing was that that David was seemed to have more information than anyone else when he was doing his rant about the the cordyceps. Right. And then the only other time we had anything really talked about was when Tess was talking with Ellie in the second episode. And then they were mentioned about rumors about the bloaters. Right, 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 right. And, uh, the and they did that, obviously say a little bit during the Jakarta scene, right? Yeah. About the fungus but, and stuff. But but again, that was a good flashback when we didn't. So yeah, like, that was a different yeah. day, 20 years after the fact, there was like very little. Right. So obviously, then there wasn't that there not, not much of a threat then, right? Yeah, I mean, Mike, you made some good points. It's like, you know, when they're out in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania or Iowa or Nebraska or wherever, you know, the, the threat may be limited because it's sparsely populated. And, and you know, right, so they have a lot of those type of drives and whatever. But once they start hitting, hitting suburbs in the big city, you, you know, you figured there would be them and be some, and there isn't, except in Kansas City, and it was only – at the very end or something. So I don't know. I, I don't well, I, I mean, think you'd also be useful to give to the audience, the zombie logistics. Like they gave us the bite thing. Um, I like, how long does it take you to turn after you're bitten? Uh, they right, did that right. in the walking dead season one also, but they gave you like a really broad timeline. So it's like, you know, it could, take you a couple of days it could be a couple of minutes basically whatever was required by the dramatic necessity of the episode yes um 
but over the court, you watch the series over time and you can see the zombie is decaying. You know, they're just going to, to keep going. They're not stopping. Whereas 28 days later, uh, you know, they show that the zombies do stars to starve to death after a couple of weeks. And so here we, we know so little about them. Like, do they just continue to be upward and mobile? Will they last forever? Will they eventually starve to death or die if they don't have anything else? You know, are these a permanent fixture? Are they attacking animals or just people? These are all things that I think would have been useful to know. So we understood exactly where well, they are. But like, Yeah, and I think that they would know because, like in Walking Dead, I think the society is much more decimated than in this. In this, there's actual on, large enclaves of people, and they can communicate by radio. I mean, he was communicating with his brother across the country. So it just seems weird to me that there's not more more there. That's it. Sorry. My right. No, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Like the idea with and like it's it's like barely talked about or hinted at was that they like they acknowledged that the things could go because they there's a, I think there's a second episode where they were talking about that like some of them have gone for twenty years and they get what happens is they get more and more they evolve from the like the runners who are the initial version to the clickers to the stalkers and then to the bloater which is like the final version but and this is more stuff that comes in the game but it talks about how that only certain people can last that long what happens is most of them will die they will just go to a dark space to die and then release spores because in the game the spores are everywhere and you have to wear a gas mask in lots of underground places otherwise you're going to get infected because the whole point was the infected all go underground like when they're going to die so that they can continue the the process of spreading the spores but i think we understand why they switched that right yeah and we get that because no one's going to wear gas masks all the time but there's still stuff that you could have like you said like gone and given a little bit more clarification on just how long can they go A long time. And are there are there areas of the country that are just totally infested? Like I would think more southerly climes climates would be, you know, more infected and more of it and just everywhere, you know, like buildings with cordyceps mold growing on it or whatever, you know, something. (laughs) So that's it. So it's interesting, like going to Salt Lake and having absolutely nothing. So unless they the fireflies there had done an extermination job, like excellent extermination job. Right, you would have thought you would have still seen something. Yeah, but there wasn't. Right. Well, I, I'm thinking back to World War Z. World War Z, the the book. Right. They make a point of going north because the the zombies tend to freeze. Well, freeze. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. And whereas they tend to rot faster in the southern climes, in the tropical climates. But right. with the mold in this, that time kind of changes it too. Right, which is why I'm saying they should have. I, I would have liked to see a little bit more exploration of that. And yeah. like you said, it's been 20 years. Um, they would have discovered some stuff. Someone would have, you would have thought. And especially when you've shown that they can communicate, which changes a little bit too. 
in the stuff in the game, it's a lot less. There's, they don't have the same level of communication. So it's a lot. So there, so I could see in that sense that you're so cut off that you're just basically becoming your own, you know, city state or whatever kind of thing, as opposed to being able to be connected and having your group book all across the, the country, which seems to be right. It's not like the fireflies are just a localized thing. They're in, it's been hinted that they're in every, every enclave, right? Right. So, so, I mean, if they're able to do that, I mean, that's, there's gotta be some kind of organization to do that. Right. It just doesn't all spontaneously just magically happen right. in each of them, right? Like there's an organized, and like they talked about sending people to different, to the DC and Enclave. I think Riley, that was, or was it Atlanta she was going to be sent to, right? And that was Atlanta, her last yep, night. Atlanta, yep. So, I mean, you obviously have travel to get there. You've you've got to organize that, right? Unless you're just sending people just to the death. Right, you have to have routes, right, that are yeah. considered moderately safe. <laughs> so, and then you would assume that, as they talked about, that like cities are going to be where the infected are. So you would avoid cities, like Villa talked about at the start, right? Like, why would you go to a city? Yeah, you would go go to it to get equipment and then have your wherever you stay somewhere else, like they did in Jackson. Yeah. So, right. So, I mean, again, this is all stuff that you have to have to get your story to go, but it just, it seems like there could be, have been some stuff that you could have worked on more explained a little bit better. And again, just like the, the threat was the zombies, the human stuff was all peripheral stuff after the fact, the zombies were the concern. But then if you take the zombies out, Right then, what are we becoming then? Then it's just like then it, it kind of like shifts it from what the actual story was supposed to be about to be just like okay, the humans suck, which I guess is fair, but I can see that yeah. in real life, right? Yeah. But but yeah, well, right. Exactly. And plus, we can watch <laughs> that in any zombie show, to be honest. So it's like I I, I I'm. A, I know what Mike said earlier. He, you know, he wasn't expecting anything original because you know the, the video game that it's based it's on is what done, 10, yeah. 10, 13 years old now. It's everything's been done before. We've seen it um, with with you know Zack Snyder, James Gunn's Dawn of the Dead. We've seen it with George Romero, and then we've seen it with Twenty Eight Days Later, and then we we've seen it uh, with The Walking Dead. So all right. But that wasn't the point, right? The point was, is is it going to be a, a sh- exciting, scary zombie show, or is it going to be something else? And I don't think anybody was expecting it to be something else. Well, no. yeah, and the thing I thought was different was that it had this cordyceps thing involved that was causing the people to be zombies. It was It was a different idea, totally unexplored. Right, right. So it made itself into just a regular show yes, when it could have been something to... very different. I yeah, think. exactly. Yep. Yeah, no, that's true. Right on point. Yeah. And it just seems, again, to me, like this is where, again, I'm not saying it's a terrible series, but it's a letdown from when you saw the potential and they played some of the potential in the first couple episodes, 
and then just like walked away from it because we don't want to be like the game. Which fine, but then just don't use that material then like just say you're doing a, a different story then. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean I you know and I I guess you know, the, I mean, again, the video game is its own character, its own yeah. thing. So it doesn't have to be necessarily a full 100% identical adaption. You know, we've seen adaptions of The Godfather and The Lord of the Rings and things like that that uh, have done some changes and, and, and they were fine and, and those movies well, look were Look at the were first Resident too. Evil movie, right? The first one that came out yep. in, what, 2000, 2001 or whatever it was, right? Yep, yep. Yes. It... It was fun. I enjoyed it. It was scary. It, Same. It, it played on all that stuff, right? It had a good cast. It used, you know, Marilyn Manson's uh, score was creepy as fuck, right? They, they did a good job. It wasn't exactly like the game, but it sure played on elements, and it had things that people who played the game could see in regards to the different zombies, right? Right. Like and like having the the dogs, which is a big thing, right, in the game, and having the the what is it, the liquors or whatever that climb on the ceilings and stuff. Right. Yeah, the liquor was yeah. on the ceilings. Yeah. Right, and so I yep. mean, they gave you that option, and then they gave you the hint at the end of the episode or the end of the movie with stars, right, with the whatever the behemoth monster thing is. Yeah. Yep. They even but, had the dogs, the zombie dogs. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they took elements from the game. It wasn't exactly like the game, but it was good. At least I thought it was good. So, Sure, sure. And it, and it played on the tropes, of, and played on zombie tropes, and it played on horror tropes, which is what we were watching them for, <laughs> right? Right. We're hoping yeah, for, and, I guess. Right, right. And, you know, Mike, Mike you made a good point earlier uh, at the beginnings. Like, you know, it can't be a true. True adaption to the video game because you know the point of the video game is going to be mostly uh, uh, shoot and and fight, shoot and fight, shoot and fight, hide, shoot and fight, shoot and fight. You know, and and oh, and and finding, searching for for bullets or or health packs or whatever. So it makes sense they they can't obviously, but I I, I could understand that they were going to take all that out, but to to take out what they did was just shocking. But even more shocking was adding some of the, the stuff that they did add that wasn't in the video game that, that wasn't really necessary, right? I remember we did the Lovecraft Country podcast and Kevin Letts, who um, couldn't join us for this podcast here, uh, he read the book, uh, or at least you know through audiobook anyway, and he mentioned all the changes, and he said those changes oddly were the director or the screenwriter or or the producers adding something that they wanted to say that didn't have anything to do with, with the story in the book. And he felt it, it was a problem. So, you know, you know and that, that was a, a complete change almost while here, it, I don't, I won't say it's a complete change, but it was like, what was, was it necessary? You know, I mean, was it important to the story? And, and this comes back to where Mike, again comes back where he says we want to see Joel and Ellie that that's that's what we're here for so i don't know maybe maybe i'm just repeating myself again am i i don't know anyone no i think it's it's a fair point right like 
again, we don't know when we're going to talk about this again, but I mean, I think these are all fair points. And if, and if people disagree, that's cool. Great. Cause we're all allowed to have our different opinion on it. But I mean, as people who are hoping for something, maybe not even expecting something you can, I can accept it. Like, if you didn't go, if you didn't know anything about the game and you just went in assuming this was just an apocalypse thing, that's one thing, right? It's if you have any idea that there are zombie things and then you don't have the zombie things. So it just, it's like even the marketing for it was like you, I think you said it, Mike, was the marketing was off. Right? Because you're playing into the stuff that in reality you pushed all the way to the back burner. Yeah, he was saying that the opening even shows the cordyceps stuff, and And you don't see them that much. No, and like that opening was awesome, showing the spreading and how it makes the the United States, and you know, it has the cities, and then makes in this you know into the skull or whatever, and then at the end having the two figures, like that's all All cool. And then you just like don't do that for the rest. Yeah, I I mean, I, I was expecting at least to see. Once in in the series, and I don't think it's out of line to think that my hopes were were too high. But I was expecting to see the cordyceps actually turn somebody. Yes, more at least than once. And in, in in this, yeah, right. And, yeah. I, and think is, we never saw that really. And the thing that frustrates me a little bit too is that episode five, which we is divisive in its way, right? They showed that they could do the, the the zombies well. The stuff in the museum in episode two, they show they can do it. Like, if you're not going to afford to have thousands of them, you could have a handful of them and still make them menacing and, you know, add the tension. But then we just get down to it's just one. So, again, what is the threat? Right, right. Yeah, it, it, that's absolutely true. Yeah, it, it's unfortunate. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I was again, hoping that because we we have listeners, right? We we, we definitely have listeners. We I've seen, yeah. I see them downloading it, and, and I was hoping that we would get people that would email us. You know, we we ask every every week to send the emails, and it would have been curious to hear their their thoughts. You know. Are are we uh, had the wrong wrong idea what this show was going to be, or are are our points at least valid, or are we just being annoying like Rain Wilson? You know, I mean, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I feel I feel that we're 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 valid and and not just being annoying we're, because you know we, we it was supposed to be cordyceps and zombies and and that's I don't know I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why anyone would expect what we got versus expecting lots of zombies. Um, I, I, you know, in their thinking when they talked about it in those end, you know, after the episode parts, I just couldn't understand their thinking as much as I couldn't understand the stand writers, showrunners. And their thoughts on who should be the protagonist. It, oh it's just God. just as baffling to me. Yeah. It just doesn't, you know, and 
it's okay to change a work a little bit to make it fit on the screen. Okay. I understand that. But if you change the message, then it becomes your own story. It's no, it's fan fiction. It's not right. You know, it's not the story. Um, Go ahead. In hindsight, we were getting the zombies for the first five episodes, right? It was episode four was the only one that I think was zombie free. And I don't think that was horrible um, to have a zombie-free episode. But then the last four, nothing. And this is a show, any show like this, well-constructed, should be building towards a thing. Any game well-constructed should be building towards a thing. Mm -hmm. And any story builds. And this didn't. It, It feels like once you got to the end of the Sam and Henry story where the you have the breakout of the ground with the bloater that should be almost like the end of the first season <laughs> and then you're picking up three months later on a new season and that's going to start to build up and head somewhere but instead the season kind of peters out in some ways and at least as far as the zombie front goes I think it. I really liked the way the last two episodes went. Yeah, me too. Um, and but and that was the the character drama and uh, threats from people, which they established in the very first episode. You know that it's not just the zombies out there. There's all sorts of gangs out there. There's the looters and Mormons and rape gangs and slavers and you're going to see none of them we're going to have did, the one crazy christian guy this show would have Mo- been did, did you say mormons yeah yeah I said <laughs> this show would well, have been they, really they're in salt lake right they got to be there yeah. yeah this show would have been really interesting if it had started on the episode where they arrive at the brothers place and then went from there and then after this last episode it started getting more into the zombies <laughs> well here's the thing i feel like you agree. You agree. You agree. We all agree, kind of, on where we are in the show. Some of us like it a little more. Some of us a little less. But I think we're all like kind of within one standard deviation of our appreciation for this show in either direction. Yep, yep. And it seems to me like everybody else is fucking nuts over the show. Yeah, I don't get that. Right, right. And I don't understand, like, unless, like, I could understand it if they had never made The Walking Dead, not to keep going back to The Walking Dead. But they did, and, like, everybody watched at least an episode of that. So we know it's been done before, so there's nothing new or novel. It's 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 finally ended, and people are like, oh, thank God that's over with. <laughs> um, and I say to somebody who enjoyed the final two seasons but more more than I didn't um it, it's it's sort of like they just decided to go go such a different path just for the sake of going I don't know it's and I will say a lot of it is I'm seeing that the Sean's out there who are the people who played the games and like oh it's great they they did this dialogue and they just all these things are just like the game that doesn't appeal to the people who didn't play the game, and they're leaving out as huge chunks of the game. And that has to go into the adaptation, too. Like, I, 
you know, there aren't a whole, not a whole lot of things that I know well enough, like as like adapting books or comics or something, where I know that the the dialogue, right? Um, probably Watchmen and The Dark Knight Returns, and like the opening of War of the Worlds, uh, as they watch on Envio with Earth with envious eyes. And but that's also because they used that opening <laughs> with every film adaptation too. So I know it through that. So I don't necessarily catch all the. I, so I'm certainly not going to get all that. But to me, that's that. That alone, that's not making it good. It's, it's you have to. I want. I want. You have to have the heart of it there, the meat of it there, and certainly the relationship between Joel and Ellie is there. But again, we said we, that, that felt shortchanged early on. And then the zombies are part. I was like, what? Like I'm going to guess if you ask most. Of the people who played Last of Us, what's the best part of the game? I'm going to guess Joel and Ellie number one, zombies number two. I'm just just thinking that's pretty much yep how it's going to go. Right, Jess. What do you like best about Star Wars? Uh, Darth Vader number one, lightsabers number two. All right, we're going to do it without lightsabers. No, no, <laughs> yes, no, don't, don't do don't no more. No. I wouldn't, <laughs> Put him, put them in, please. Put them in. The closest uh, thing I can think about is like the book of Boba Fett, where everybody had an idea of Boba Fett, and then they walked away from what made Boba Fett Boba Fett. Uh, yeah, well, that was that was sort of like to me Rob Zombie's Halloween, where it's like, all right, your idea of what this is is not the same idea of what I thought this was. Yeah. Because like Zombie was a big fan of Halloween, or it's like that's not the Halloween that I know. I didn't know Michael Myers was white trash. But I still loved Rob Zombie's version. Okay, that's fine, but it just it's, to me it's like just a weird thing how like Brian Singer was a huge was Oh for Superman, right? Yeah, oh. who's who's who did very well with X Men, at least the first, those first two films. And then That uh, Superman sucked. And <laughs> then he finally got a hold of Superman, because that was the thing he really was a fan of. And suddenly it's like, I'm going to turn Superman into a gay orphan because that's how I identified him as. They should have gone with the Nick Cage Blink, Blink. Superman. <laughs> no, I don't like that idea either. But It would have been better than the one that came out. It would have been. It would have. <laughs> you know what? There was always going to be a part of me that would that wishes I could have seen that. Yeah. yeah. Just because it's Nick Cage's Superman. Exactly. <laughs> And it would have been more entertaining than the one we got from Brian Singer. Yeah. There's only one scene in that movie I actually liked, and that was the plane scene at the very beginning. From there, it just goes right downhill. And even that, I thought it went on too long. I like Kevin Spacey, but I'm yeah. like, am I still allowed to say that? Um, yeah, I thought he was good in it, too. But, I mean, just the storyline was just bad. Oh. You, you mean, you mean uh, what's the name of the show again? No, oh, this was the Superman Returns. Oh, you mean? Oh, okay, okay. I, I thought I'm talking about what I was saying. So in Superman Returns, there, I, yeah, go with, and, and and Rob Zombie's Halloween, like the, the creators were big fans of the material, but they were big fans in a way that they don't think everybody was a big fan of it. And so they just yeah. gave us this weird interpretation that's like, no, no, that's not what we thought of it. That's like you're the only fan who think that this is what this is about. Right, I always right, thought right. I always thought it'd be great if Superman was a deadbeat dad. No, no, no. 
Yeah, zombie, uh, yeah, zombie was like entranced by the violence of Halloween more than anything else. I think, and, and wanting to get to the mystery, like get yeah. into this, like get to the heart of who he was as a character. It's like no, no, that's like the most people like the mystery there. Or here's probably the best example uh, that I can think of was uh, Ren and Stimpy in the very early days. Uh, the show kind of gets taken over by these the parent committee at Nickelodeon and says, well, we think what kids really like about Ren and Stimpy is their friendship. So cut out all the gross humor. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no that, that was the point of like the booger box and stuff. It was like, yeah, no, that was the yeah. whole, but like yeah. that, no, the kids, the powdered toast man with the rubber buttocks, you know, that's, <laughs> yeah. that was, that was, that was what kids liked. Well, uh, or at least college kids liked because I, I was in college when that came out. Um, or the people who decided to make Tom and Jerry friends. Ah, no. Yes. No. Oh my god. Oh yeah, they just god, don't. They no. don't. They don't. They don't get the point here. So, oh, so I, it's uh, we're we're, be, we're beating a dead horse. We're we're, we're hitting. Yeah. I I'm kind of hope. Not again, having played the game, so I don't give a shit about where the storyline actually goes, uh, and whether they depart from the game or not. Because yeah, maybe they make make it awesome, maybe they don't. Give me a great show. It's all I care about. Um, that they they they'll here's here's some of this criticism. I have a feeling now. I don't know no idea where HBO is going to be in two or three years. It may not even be a thing anymore. Because of what's going on with HBO, HBO Max, HBO Discovery, Discovery Warner Brothers, oh, and whatever oh, it is yeah. that they're being called this particular week. Um, so who knows what the HBO Max streaming service will evolve into in the next 12 months, let alone two, three years. But let's pretend it's still around in some way, shape, or form. I, I don't think you can dispute that this is a big success for HBO. True. I have no idea what the budget is for this episode, uh, this, this series episode by episode, but I imagine it will get a, a significant bump for a second season. Yeah. And I just have to hope that they listen to some of the criticisms and they don't right. and, and give us some more zombies and don't decide to just do new relationships every other episode. <laughs> you know, we're doing love zombie style. Right. Actually, it's not zombie style. It was just no zombies. <laughs> I think right, right. I was gonna say, like on you had said, uh, Mike. I think that the cost of the series was a hundred million dollars for the nine episodes. Okay. I don't know if The Walking Dead costs that over twelve years. Yeah, that is AMC weird. was fucking cheap. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, why and they I, got sued a lot. And I, I do want to say that even though Mike you, you said, you know, I don't really care about the source material as long as they make a good show. But, you know, I mean I, I could see a bunch of people who are familiar with the source material and would be pissed if they did change it up. I mean it would be like, you know Oh no no, I understand yeah, okay. for them I would I I would hope that people who are fans of the of the game get something that makes them happy. Yeah. In the end it means that doesn't mean anything to me. Right. I just hope they can be happy. And I have to imagine if they make a show that's faithful to the game, I would probably be happy with it too. 
I might have, who knows, maybe I will finally play the game by the time Season 2 comes out. Although maybe they, we will see. Um, but, you know, you take a great something that's it's too well acclaimed for me to think that it would be a bad show if they stuck closer to the game, right? Um, and so if they stick closer to the game, I think we would get a better show. Oh, for sure. Because you would get the zombies. Well, yeah, I mean, and we we would have had the the cool high school scene in Lincoln and Massachusetts, or we would have had the, the, the cool scene in Salt Lake city, you know, uh, trying to get to the hospital, but, you know, but continue. I, 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 so, but like, so, well, that's my ideal world is they make something that I like and that the and that everybody likes and that everybody's a fan likes it and is happy with it and satisfied with it. Ultimately, I'm a selfish prick and I want me to be satisfied. I don't care how you have to do it. Right, right. So, um that's that. And look, I know a lot of people like love the the Frank and Bill story and love the Ellie and uh, Riley story and yeah, okay, but are they serving the final goal? I guess maybe like another way I would compare it is if people play chess. Uh, I, what I've tried to teach students, it's like the goal of chess is not to take the other team's pieces. The old goal of chess is to take their king. Yes, one way to do that is by taking away all their other pieces. But you can get so blinded by chasing after their queen or their rook, or you miss the fact that their king is there that your king is in jeopardy here the goal is not to tell us good individual stories it's to make is to have told us this whole nine episode storyline and i think they missed it by telling those side stories i think they recovered a bit with these last two episodes because they really finally gave me jeopardy they finally gave me the the relation the, the, the development of the relationship between dole and ellie that i really wanted them to be hitting all the way back into episode two and three Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, it is what it is. It's uh, again, that's what that's what I wish. Like like you said, like all the people on social media are, are that we've associate with on social media. You know, some of the people in the horror community and and podcasting community and and whatnot. We're we're, we're praising this show um, a whole lot. And and we we would just love to understand why, and that's why we were hoping we would get emails. Well, I understand we, we some of it, and you know, you just like the the story they're telling with those relationship things, whether they appeal to you personally or not. Um, and I understand why telling the story of Frank and Bill might have a particular appeal to certain people, and the Stoling telling the story of Ellie and Riley might have a specific appeal, special appeal to certain people. Uh, I thought they were fine stories, and especially Ellie and Riley. I've seen it before, way too many times. Um, thanks to The Walking Dead, and the fact that it's a legend relationship, I don't think is anything special or noteworthy anymore. Um, and, I, and it wasn't necessary for me for me to understand the character. I understood where the character was coming from. Without that, uh, it was a diversion. I would have been just as happy if they'd gone from uh, 
episode six to episode eight. Well, and that's the thing. Like she, you know, she tells Joel that she had to kill her friend, but we don't get to see it. So it wasn't even in the episode. So yeah. that's that kind of bugs me that we didn't get to see an intense scene that was, should have been part of that episode if they were going to go and do that flashback. Yeah, but the Frank and Bill one's the one that annoyed me more because I felt like we yes. literally just got these two characters together. We just killed off Tess. We didn't really get a lot of relationship between uh, Joel and Tess. Not the same way we did with a lot of the other pairings, but we did certainly get, did get hints of it because things were actually happening while they were, they were together. And so they finally put it where Joel has to be with Ellie. And we go off on a tangent. Yeah. And then we come back and they're in Kansas City and we kind of sort of do another tangent. And then three months later, and look, they have a close relationship. It's like, yeah, their pacing is uh, uh, not great, like because of those things that you just right. identified. And, that, and that's that's so critical. That pacing is so critical. Yeah. In my opinion. And other people, oh, no, what are you talking about? That was a great episode. I don't know, for me, it's, it's sort of, again, like the deleted scenes yeah. in a movie. And people, oh, why did they delete that scene? It was so awesome. That was such a great scene. It's a gift, probably because it slowed the film down. It made the film a little bit too long. And it's the kind of thing that until you see it reinserted, you don't always pick up the the problem it has with the pacing where the audience starts getting uncomfortable then. And the theme can work great on its own, but inside the larger body, it doesn't. And and to me, literally, episodes four, uh, three and seven felt like, and seven literally was, the DLC that is completely optional to playing the game. It felt to me like the writers were taking a break. We got our second string in. We'll let them do these two episodes. No, I thought they were written just fine. I don't. Think they, they were, were written, written fine. Better. That's not what I don't mean. That that they were written badly. Just like, <laughs> just I don't know. Yeah, basically well, it guess, was. Uh, they yeah. had they had their their own episodes, and they said, "Ah, oh, let's take a break." But someone else. Yeah. And then like, yeah, I mean, there were. Bad, um, it doesn't matter. The point is. What Barrett made, which yeah. I no, I guess like there was there was some comic runs where like you know you have the the creative team is is writing this long storyline, but they fall behind or something happens for whatever reason, and so you'll suddenly have a one month you'll have a fill in issue by a different writer and artist, just so that the main team can catch up, and so you just have this one little side story, completely different style, and then we get back to our regularly scheduled program. And yeah, that's what those felt like. They felt yeah. like that. Welcome back. All right, man. Anyhow, again, we're just repeating ourselves. Yeah, pretty much. But, but I will it, say though that the true. music is good. The musical score that they used was fine, like great. Uh, I did not like it in this. Episode. I know you didn't like the last part, but yeah, I kind of stand the, it. The music pretty much throughout was pretty pretty good. The yeah. Oh yeah. The, the rest of the they chose. Yeah. Yeah, I would concur with that. They're, they're, obviously, they're. I, I what I meant was let me rephrase. I don't want to sound like I, yeah. I, I'm pissing on the score because because the the score that they used during the credits. I mean the score from the original video game is unbelievable. The the pop songs they used in certain spots were pretty awesome, uh, and they fit well. 
Um, what I meant was I, I just didn't like the, the violin sequence. The violin sequence. Yeah, yeah dur- in this last episode during like the action scene, it was kind of weird, I felt. But I like how they did that scene. Like the, the sound was muted by the song. I don't necessarily like, the, like you said, the violin part of it. But I like yeah. how they did that. If they had chosen a different song, I think it could have been. I, I didn't. I like the violin. I didn't mind the violin. I liked the way that it was muted because to me, that was just kind of putting you in Joel's headspace. Yeah, just where muted. he's <laughs> where he's just right where he's muted, where he's just so zoned out and well, focused. I will say this though, um, like I said, compared uh, a similar scene. And Looper, that that movie by Ryan Johnson, um, I, f- I felt the music and the loudness of that was was better done than here. But there's a scene in Road to Perdition that's similar too, where he was wiping out all the gangsters' henchmen. Yeah. And yeah, that that true. scene is yeah, amazing. <laughs> I haven't seen that in years. I don't. Yeah, I do I, see, that. to me, it's yeah. a, it's a matter of choice. It's I don't think I'm not saying it, it's one is better than the other. I just like the way that they did it there. That the way they chose to do it this time works for me. Right. So, I I wanted I wanted like no music and just the, the guns. That's what I wanted. Well, they did when the sound starts coming back. Man, they did really crank up the gun volume. Right, those bangs, bang. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and reminded me a bit of some like Michael Mann's films because one thing I liked oh, yeah. about. Michael Mann's gunplay is that he really gets like good gunshots. It feels like, yeah, real gunshots. Yes. Let's see. Anything else anybody want to bring up? Yeah. Well, I just wanted to say like the settings were very well done. The backgrounds and the, the different environments they used were yeah. very well done. And there's lots that were like, again, straight out of the game for, I, I will say though, stuff. I will say though, uh, um, Sean, the monkeys were damn good lawn keepers. Yes. Like we agreed. And I fully agree with that process. Those and monkeys were awesome. And Bes- besides, of- besides that issue, um, and that mistake, um, yeah, the, the cities, when they're in the cities, Especially, it, it looked pretty awesome. The, um, the, um, you know, the the backdrop, the whatever they yeah. used, yeah, was good. The other thing I think I was going to say is I think this is this goes back to the giraffes, and that because uh, I think I messaged you this was like the giraffes run Salt Lake City, bitches, <laughs> is what it felt like. So good on the giraffes. So the animals know what they're doing, just the humans who don't know what they're doing. Yes, that is true. Well, it's weird to me that they ran into monkeys. Yeah. And they ran oh. into giraffes. But, sorry, Phil, no bears. <laughs> no lions. Uh, yeah. Squirrels, raccoons. Oh, we a just cordyceps a- bear would have been awesome. One deer. Sure. We we did see a, a rabbit too, a deer and a rabbit, yeah. and the horses, and that's oh yeah, now now, now yeah, 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 a quarter sub spare, quarter sub spare, and that was oh, well, that was the I'm one cocaine. thing that <laughs> that annoyed me with uh, I think it was Resident Evil Five was the one that was in Africa, 
Okay, yeah. Was I was I was wanting to see like zombified lions and elephants and and they really just gave us more variation of the things we got in Resident Evil Four and uh, I was like, oh, you didn't we really had to wait for make... Army of the Dead, didn't you? That was the one with uh, Dave Bautista that had the the was it the lion or the tiger that was zombified? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah, I, I, I uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I never played number five, but uh, uh, number four is is being remastered and being released in a couple months. So yeah, I just you know picked I up the new one. Uh, what is it? Is Village. The yeah, village that's awesome. Great, the yeah. So we won't have a chance oh, yeah, to play awesome. it, um, which I haven't had a chance to. Start I'll, I'll yet, be so able to ask out. you each week. Mike, instead of Barrett. <laughs> so, uh, Mike, uh, how's your, your progress? You gave up with me. Yeah, I gave up. I, just, I usually make it through the the game for for a Resident Evil game. I can usually get through it in about a week. Oh yeah, that that, that yeah. one I, I was finished within the week too. Yeah, because I, I I played it every moment that I had free time until it was done. So my point, because you love the village. Phil. So imagine yeah. if they did a village movie without Lady Lady Demonstrator. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> that is exactly doing <laughs> Resident Evil: The Village as a TV show and then not having Lady Demonstrator in it. That would have been this. That's that's how I felt. That's how I felt about Last of Us. Exactly, Sean. Well done, sir. Excellent analogy. Go. Good night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My work here is done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My daughter, she, my, uh, what? How old was she at the time? Uh, six. She, she dressed up as uh, Lady Dimitrescu for Halloween. I put, oh, I wow. created the whole outfit for her. Yeah. Nice. And then my other daughter was Two B, Two B from uh, Near Automata, another video game. Oh yes. I, I created that from scratch too for for both my kids. It's the best. You're making costumes. You're a cook. Holy moly, man! You got some skills. It was Just my first mom. time ever making first time ever making costumes. Yeah, for, for the kids. Yeah. Nicely done. Yeah, yeah. And I do the, all the sewing too in the house. Anyway, um, <laughs> all right. So, anything else that we want to talk about about Last of Us? I guess the cast was good. Like, I have no issues with the casting. Yeah, thought, the cast yeah, was yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, they did a great yeah, job. It, yeah, the cast was pretty solid. Uh, I mean, uh, obviously Pascal, uh, Pe- uh, Pedro Pascal. Yeah, Pas- yeah exactly. Uh, but I was just going saying his last name. But yeah, yeah Pedro sorry. Pascal. Um, he he was he's awesome. You know, he, he's the every every dude that that is cool. You know, he's he's the cool dude. Um, a lot of I know a lot of people had problems with Bella Ramsey, but I thought she was fine. Um, and good. Sporting, what's that? I thought she was good. Yeah, what yeah, problems she was, she was great. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know anybody had problems with her. I thought she was perfect. Yeah, that that was the one thing I did see on social media where people were, were complaining about her. That was the one thing they were complaining about at first, at, at, the, at least when it first came out. I, I don't know how it was after because I haven't really been following what people said on social media. Uh, but yeah, she was good. And then um, uh, that that the cannibal leader, he was he was freaking awesome. That guy, that's a great actor. And then like like I said, the the Five minutes we had of Ellie's mom, the that actress, she was pretty awesome. Um, yeah. I I did not like the Kansas City woman leader though. I I, I still had for some reason she was, I, she didn't seem she was evil, but she didn't seem like 
scary to me. For she didn't work for it. you. She yes. did not work for you. And yeah, exactly. And I don't know why, but but something about it just didn't work for me. Um, but but uh, I know most people didn't have a problem with her. I know you all thought she was pretty good, so so I'll, I'll take that as it just didn't work for me. Uh, but I would concur with, with Sean that the cast was fine. Yeah. If there's any issues, it wasn't the cast, put it that way. Yeah, no, it's not the cast at all. Yeah. I just want to know if they're going to bring back Baby Yoda in the next season. <laughs> Who? Who? Maybe Yoda. Rogu. Oh yeah, right, right, right. Well, because the whole, the first three episodes of The Mandalorian is basically Last of Us. Here, Pedro Pascal yeah. rescues the child, brings the child to the medical facility, feels guilty about it, murders everybody to save the child. <laughs> that yeah, that works. Too funny. All right. So, uh, anything else? It's been okay. fun doing this uh, podcast with you guys again. Yeah, yeah, I had mm-hmm. a good time. All right, and well, thanks to everyone we... who's listened to us. Yeah, let's, let's do that. So, so we want to thank everybody, obviously, that's been listening to the podcast. Uh, I know we can be frustrating at times because, again, our opinions may be nitpicky, or they may be hyperbolic, awesome, or they could be somewhere that just disagrees with some of the listeners and uh, you can't please everybody um unfortunately um but hopefully those who stayed with us the, the long haul uh, enjoyed the podcast uh we we're here to talk about something that we felt passionate about and uh whether it lived up to our hopes or not wasn't the point it was to uh talk about it uh what about you sean uh, what do you want to say to the listeners I'll just say thank you for supporting us and uh, giving us the opportunity to be able to do this kind of stuff, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 an enjoyable experience, and whether we like it, love it, hate it, or whatever, it's still fun to do. So, thank you. Yeah. What about you, Mike? Yeah, I, I'm I'm glad people came along for the ride with us. Uh, I hope they enjoy the show more than 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 we did. I don't like. Uh, people people are, are going to find this hard to believe. I don't like getting nitpicky with things. I, I just happen to have things I like and things that, that tend to, to nag at me when I watch a thing, and it's usually story-related more than anything. Um, and that happened to be the case here. And if you listen to the regular podcast on occasion, this will come up. But there's but there's often times where I just something will bug me that's going to bug nobody else, uh, and a lot of times it is things like pacing or editing, um, you know, are, are certain narratives pathways necessary or, or unnecessary or just inefficient storytelling. But like I said, that that's my personal preferences, um, and other people have others, and it's just. If it hits for you, it hits, and that's great. I, I love the fact – I hate to think the fact that somebody makes a thing and nobody would like it because most people really do put their heart and soul in the stuff that they make, and I'm glad somebody enjoys it. And if it's not me, it'll be somebody else. At the same time, there's things I love that nobody else likes, so I'm fine with that too. All right, sounds good. And uh, Barrett, what do you have to say to the listeners and such? Yeah, thanks for listening. And just remember, this is unscripted. We may not say things eloquently. Um, Some things we just come up with on the spur of the moment. So we may not have thought them out as 
well as we might have something we've been thinking about. Um, but you know, it's all in reference to us and what we thought of what we watched. So just keep that in mind. Yep. All right. So, uh, let's get my final thoughts on, on, uh, the series. Uh, um, I'll, I'll start. Um, yeah, it was uh, not what I expected or hoped for, I, I must admit. Um, I, I was really looking forward to some sort of chilling, scary um, – obviously, it's going to have some action and stuff um, – things uh, for a show. Um, unfortunately, I, I felt it didn't have that as much as I, I had wanted. I mean, we, we've, we've – you know, as Mike already said, his quote, beat on a dead horse, which – it's fair because we've said it over and over. Um, so uh, I don't I don't think it's a phenomenal show. Uh, it's good enough for most people. I, I I don't know if I would have stuck with it if we weren't doing a podcast though. Uh, actually, I'm pretty sure I, I would have probably stopped watching it um, after a- episode four or five. Um, but um, I, I was glad to uh, watch it anyway because uh, it's always good to talk with these fine people about uh, horror stuff. Uh, even if it wasn't what I had hoped for, um, so yeah, yeah, it was it was good, good enough, you know, as good enough as any other show that I've watched that I haven't been a bit fan of or I stopped watching um, that other people like. Um, so uh, yeah, it's it was fine for for most people, and I, I would probably recommend it for most people just for the fact that um, if they are listening to this podcast, they're the type of folks that would want to watch a um, genre show, even if it isn't necessarily uh, what my, me personally had hoped for. Uh, let's go for you, Mike. Yeah, I think there's some really good shows out there right now, and this is a good one, but it's uh, just did not meet my expectations, uh, even though I didn't necessarily know what my expectations were. were uh, and I was kind of open to a lot of things, but I, I just think it didn't succeed on its own terms personally um there's a lot of good genre material out there and some of it isn't necessarily as well crafted but i find it entertaining and some of it is real really exceptionally well crafted and uh good examples you know, speaking of adaptations i would say right now was the the sandman series on netflix i thought it was fantastic and i was way more invested in that uh than i have been in last of us um and and it's because of the things that we've been discussing and it's not just like zombies are awesome dude it's it's i think they were a necessary part of the story because it's what's driving the whole plot it's what gives the show stakes and if you don't put them there as a reminder of what's at stake um you know it's sort of like when you have a medical drama if you don't remind us every now and then that the character is sick uh we don't have that same investment in the storyline. So in this case, if the whole story is about ending the zombie plague, you got to remind us that there is one. So I, I really am hoping they, 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 they hear some criticisms. And it's funny. I am hearing some of it now that it's over that people are like, I really just wish there were more zombies. I liked it, but, and I hope they pick up on that. And I hope they emphasize that more. Give us a little bit more. Either way, I don't care if it's action or fear or preferably both. But just give us more of that in the second season. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Let's go with you, uh, Sean. Uh, Yeah. So I will say 
the series was done very well. I think there was a lot of attention to detail. I thought they put a lot of effort in it. I think the cast was very good. I enjoyed the score. Um, my biggest drawback is that they didn't have the zombies. I think if if they had even a little bit more zombies, I would be more gushing about it. I'm not saying it's a bad series. It's not a terrible series, that's for sure. Um, but it's certainly not going to be as memorable as you know, like House of the Dragon was for me, first season. I would like, and again, everyone's got different uh, things that they enjoy and and whatever, and that's cool. I just, this is not going to be the most memorable series of all time for me, for sure. All right. Hey, you know what you Uh, want in a TV show called uh, House of the Dragon? Is dragons? You want dragons. (laughs) You know what they had in that show? Do they have dragons? A lot of freaking dragons. <laughs> they had dragons. And we've only seen a part of them. There's still lots yeah. more. Yeah, the, the part with the pointy teeth and the fire. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But, and uh, Barrett. Um, yeah. So I really liked the show, um, but I wanted more zombies. And here's an example I have. So when I first started seeing previews of this and my wife, you know, we're watching TV and we saw some previews of this. She was like, there's no way I'm watching that. That looks scary. And I think back, (laughs) I think back now on this season and I'm like, she could have watched this with me. It wasn't that scary. It was just not. Um, So it didn't live up to those first previews I saw. And that's pretty much the perfect explanation of the season, I think, for me. Yep, that's a good one. Yep. No, I, I, that's the thing. Uh, yeah, the skiers, right? I mean, that's that's what I was looking for. Um, all right, so uh, let's see. Uh, I guess that's pretty much it. So uh, we're hoping to be back in a year or two years or whatever. We're next that week. These, these HBO. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, Mike? Well, we're, we're going to have Explain. our discussion podcast. We're going to have uh, oh yes, Halloween boutique sexy oh, yeah. tronic reviews and sexy tronic. <laughs> yeah, what, 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 let me explain that. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so, so for folks who 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 are, who are uh, don't know, we do other podcasts as, as we mentioned with the with the network, um, and so all these co-hosts here, you'll keep on hearing. Uh, if you want to listen to the other podcasts, the easiest way to find those other podcasts that we're on is simply listen to the Dark Discussions podcast feed because the Dark Discussions podcast feed has uh, all the podcasts that that the four of us are on. And so uh, let's let's go around and talk about those. Uh, so first, uh, Sean, what's that podcast that me, you, Barrett, random other co-hosts do together? Uh, talking about random things, where we got a couple in the in, in the process to be doing after this podcast wraps up. What's going on? What's that one called? Uh, you're gonna so it's Halloween boutique psychotronic reviews, isn't it? That's right. You got it. Um, Good job. You, you you got me there almost. <laughs> um. So yeah. So it's something that we do that uh, is like the genres that maybe dark discussions the main feed wouldn't do regularly. So we get to do shows that are like maybe indie shows or older shows. Uh, we're looking at maybe doing some maybe superhero-oriented shows. Um, but it's stuff that you wouldn't really get regularly on the main feed. 
and then we and there's theme months that you do too for it and uh it's usually a fun listen for the different stuff we get to come across yeah that's right uh, exactly so a lot a lot of culty stuff too rather than um specific genres and stuff so that that's an excellent uh way to put it so you can find that on its own feed or on the Dr. Scotch's podcast feed. Uh, Barrett, uh, what's the main podcast that me, you, Mike, and Eric do? Dark Discussions, where we you're going to hear horror stuff on there mainly. Um, once in a while, we'll do something different on there. Um, we did Jurassic World Dominion, um, which I would not necessarily classify that as horror. Um, so sometimes, and didn't we do Wonder Woman on there too? Yeah, we did. Yep. Yeah, so it can break out of that mold a little bit, but generally you'll get horror, um, and we talk about that weekly. Yep, yep, that's a, that's a podcast that's guaranteed to come out every week, uh, and it's come out every week in the last 12 years. So Guaranteed uh, or your money back. Yeah. <laughs> zero that's times that, zero, zero. That's right, which... <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, that's the truth. That's the truth. And and uh, so yeah, horror and dark uh, thrillers and dark films and stuff. Uh, and Mike, uh, what's the podcast that me, you, and Eric do? And what's that all about? Uh, that's the Cinema a la Carte podcast, uh, which was named uh, in the uh, in GQ as having three of the sexiest podcast hosts in America. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Self-described, I might add. <laughs> uh, I, I may have may have had a little bit too much of that cocaine bear before we started, but uh, <laughs> oh, in which we we basically review the movies that we normally wouldn't review in dark discussions, and they're more along the lines of classic films, right? Classic, simply because they're films that that at least one of the three of us loves. Uh, some of them are older films, some of them are newer films. Like so, on newer films, we've done things like Three Billboards and Inside Out and uh, Hostels, and uh, we're going to be reviewing a very new film in our next. I think it's in two weeks. Uh, yeah, it's uh, ne- yeah, ne- actually next. Isn't it next Monday or is it the twenty eighth? Yeah, I, I, I can't remember. Uh, I thought it was it's next it's Monday. Free- it's the podcast that keeps the interlopers like me yeah. out. <laughs> well, it's a, it's um, so it's Blame a. Uh, we're going to be reviewing a film that may have or may not have recently won a bunch of Academy Awards. Uh, but then we've also done some older films, like uh, I had it, we picked the Forbidden Planet was one of the ones that we did. Um, and I know my next pick is going to be something from the seventies. So Flash Gordon was another one that was my pick. Did you have any old? Picks, Phil. I know you had some from the nineties, um, like uh, or or the the aughts, like uh, Collateral and yeah, yeah, yeah Collateral, uh, uh, History of Violence, uh, Michael Clayton. Uh, right, those were all the like aughts. aughts, and then I and Starlet. That was like the aughts as well. Um, and, and Eric has done a lot of twenty tens. He did the from the nineties, The Edge. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and he did the game, right? Those are, that's a, a 90. That's a 90s as well. That's a great flick. Yeah. Is. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it, it's been a ra- well-rounded uh, group. Most most of the films though are are 90s or or newer. Uh, Mike, you have picked the, the the two two or older ones, and so far we haven't had any 60s. 
and Flash Gordon, right? Yeah, his premiere plan was the fifties, I think, and Flash Gordon was the, yes. was nineteen eighty, and the next one is I think from nineteen seventy three. Oh, what was that? What was the seventy three? The, 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 the next one that we're gonna do, that I'm gonna pick. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, we, you haven't told us what it is yet. I haven't told you what it is yet. That's right. All right, so that'll be our first seventies. Yeah, yeah. I did give a hit. Uh, yeah. So if you look at oh, yeah. in the, the the message, in the instant messages, message? it's in there. The the okay. Facebook group, the instant message for for the cinema card. Oh, okay. Oh, the one that's where, where the guy's spinning around. Yeah, kind of. Uh, I'm in New York City. Yeah, I wonder what that was. Interesting. Oh, oh, 2001, A Space Odyssey. That was 68. Maybe. I don't know. That was 68. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'll figure it out. Anyway, um, so yeah, you can find all those podcasts on the Doc Discussions podcast feed or on their individual feeds as well. Uh, so you can go to any of the individual feeds and and, and please uh, follow us there on all your favorite podcast um uh feeders feeder like stitcher or google play or whatever apple but also uh subscribe to dark discussions podcast as well specifically because all those podcasts will be found under that feed so it may even be easier to uh get everything there um so even though we are gone from this podcast until hbo decides to release season two uh you can find us on all the other stuff um and Episodes are released every week, and a lot of times maybe two or three because of the various podcasts, but one for sure every week in the Dark Discussions podcast specifically. So um, who, comes, who, who comes back first, House of the Dragon or Last of Us? Last of Us. Mm, I, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking too. I think so too, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. it's just easier. Yeah, exactly. Guess, yeah, yeah. 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 you don't do show. zombies. Yeah, and there's yeah. there's less actors. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a contemporary setting, and yeah, and the script's already kind of done. <laughs> you know, yep. <laughs> right. He's right. like, how do we fix this? Give me the game script. Wash out all the zombies. There you go. Here you go. <laughs> done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but remember, we have to have this very special furry relationship episode. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. So uh, that's pretty much it for the Last of Us. Um, so don't forget, you can email us at darkdiscussions at aol dot com and just put Cordyceps or HBO Max in the subject, so we'll know it's directly related to this podcast here. Uh, but either way, we will read your email on the podcast, specifically the Dark Discussions podcast, um, as as the, the feeder of all emails that come in late for other podcasts. Um, all right. So with all that stated, Mike, why don't you leave this out? All right. Well, thank you one last time for now for listening to – hold on a second – the Rise of the Cordyceps Infected, the Last of Us podcast based on the HBO uh, – TV series based on the uh, PlayStation video game The Last of Us. Uh, please tune in sometime in the next couple of years when we talk about the first episode of Season 2. <laughs> <laughs>